hey, it's Editing Beth here. If you've just clicked onto this episode, you might be thinking to yourself, hmm, wow, Bethany, three hours, that's a fucking long episode. And you know what? You would be correct. Uh, but this isn't just your average Driver Picks the Podcast episode. This is actually some bonus content that we recorded with our friends Abigail and KJ from Saving People, Queering Things and Supernatural Opinions Pod, respectively. Um, they were amazing enough to hang out with us to celebrate Jamie's birthday, which is today, May 18th. So happy birthday, Jamie. Um, and this is just uh, basically three hours of us hanging out. There was supposed to be some structure to this episode, but that pretty much went out the window immediately. I will just preface this very briefly with the fact that at this point of release, our third season has not aired yet, but we have recorded it. So this next chunk of audio will contain spoilers up until the end of season three, because that is where Jamie is up to. Um, and it will also include discussion of Jamie's theories up until the end of season three. So if you would rather listen to our pod and hear Jamie come up with these theories organically as she goes, then feel free to skip this one for now and come back to it once we get to the end of season three into season four. But if you're not too fussed and you're happy to just sit and listen to us go on about a whole bunch of stuff, uh, Supernatural we also talk about Riverdale for a little while and a whole bunch of other stuff. It's just a really fun time and hopefully you enjoy it as much as we enjoyed recording it. All of KJ and Abigail's links will be in the description below. If you have not already checked them out, you absolutely should. They are fantastic and their pods are phenomenal. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Hopefully you enjoy. And you will, of course, still be getting the usual scheduled episode tomorrow on Thursday, uh, which will be our mid-season thoughts between seasons two and three. So anyway, yeah, hope you enjoy. Also next season, this is a fun thing that we're going to be doing. I'm not going to be titling the episodes with the episode titles anymore. <laughs> I'm going to title them like they're episodes of Friends. Nice, nice. That's, <laughs> I love that. Good. I love that. I love that. I love whenever. Something I wanted to do in that. season one, and then for whatever reason, I decided not to. And then I'm like, well, I already committed to doing it this way. And then mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? No, it's a new season. You can just it's change your, your mind. Honestly, we've been doing this for whole, eight years. <laughs> we changed our whole fucking name. So like, you can do whatever you want. Like, <laughs> we're a little like that. And we started like labeling as like episode number, like episode one. And then we just sort of kept counting. And now we're like, oh, we're going to get to like episode 300 and something. Like... <laughs> And it's just going to be episode. Yeah. But that's fun. Well, and like, I've been listening to Monster of the Week and like their mm -hmm. episode titles are hilarious. Yeah. Also, I really realize how biased I am towards Sam listening to them. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sam, but I did realize like when we started the, the pod, I was like, oh, I don't think about Sam very much. <laughs> like, I, know, I, I love him, yeah. but I don't think about him. I don't have the same brainworms about Sam, though I'm yeah. starting to a little bit more because I like, yeah. it's, it, there are things that I appreciate about Sam that I definitely. Sam is my baby and <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. Like I thought I was keeping it pretty like even. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I That's listened cute, to but... other people talk about <laughs> it and I'm like, oh no, no, I am not. <laughs> I love, that's one of the things I, I love about your show and your, the way you talk about it. Like it's, I, I, I also like will, that it will, is a thing is I'm like, I, I really also really, really love Sam and I will not hand, I will not stand for any. My I other friend who's watching for the first time is on season eight. Slander. I'm like, so like, yeah. oh, 
it's a time <laughs> and I'm yeah. like a lot of people like don't enjoy that part like the uh, like early season eight like Sam like, they're mad about some st- some stuff and I'm like a straight up Sam apologist for everything that happens <laughs> I, I find that season really hard to watch but I, I I have to find that season hard to watch because I can't, I don't like any any storylines that are really hard on Sam <laughs> the back, so like the back half of it I'm really <laughs> I think you counted in my response I'm like Sam being in pain I'm like mm, I can't this is not fun Maybe. to watch when Dean's miserable I'm like mm, I'm here for this shit yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like actually can we stop can we mm-hmm. move on it's the Dean coding it it's fine yeah, if you're miserable is. but Sam can't be literally yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Even in fan fiction, I can't write. I don't read fan fiction that like is it's, mm. it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Problem. Yeah. No. Season eight's funny because like it's one of those seasons where kind of like Tall Tales, where I'm like the things that I remembered about Tall Tales were the things that the fan I'm like like focused on like the ongoing jokes. But like Tall Tales think- was so weird to go back to. It was like, very no. weird to go back to. Mm-hmm. That episode was not what I thought it was at all. No, Same. it wasn't what I thought it was either. Mm. Yeah. Well, I've heard positive things about Tall Tales, <laughs> and then I watched it. And, like this is just kind of weirdly like, eh? Like it was very homophobic and like sexist and like kind of weirdly racist. And I was like, okay, all just, sexual like- assault that we all just like ignored. Literally, yeah, and we just like, don't like, and it just like isn't as funny as like the fandom makes it out to be. Literally, no. that's what I was just saying. Because like I, the, the bits that you remember are the bits that you see like gift and like the people make jokes about and stuff, and then you like go back to it and you're like, oh, there was like a whole bunch of other shit happening here, and that's kind of like how I feel about season eight. Because like season eight, like Destiel content, oh, is so is, like oh, peak. season eight's the gay it's season, so good. yeah, right? It's such a gay. It's, it's like, when it turn. It's when it, the show does this turn, and you're like, oh, mm. we're really. We're really not trying to not be yeah. gay. Like, we're really yeah. gay now. Like, we're right? Now. So, like, the season eight Destiel content is, like, fucking peak. And so, like, that's what I remember. Yeah. But then, like, you go back to it and you're like, oh, there was so much stuff painful. going on. <laughs> like, like, that was really good. So it's really painful. Yeah. And so, like, and same for, like, I don't know, like, season season 12 is the same. Season 12 is, like, oh. hella Destiel heavy. But there's some, like, other shit going on and some but, other like, plot lines that i'm just like i just don't don't give a shit about yeah. this entire plot line hear that I'm outside <laughs> no no okay good it's like loud out there <laughs> thunderstorm <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm excited you see me look over there it's because like there, i can see lightning out of the corner of my eye like it oh, is a cool. full thunderstorm <laughs> let's just i can't lose power <laughs> yeah <laughs> I can't wait to hear your your season eight takes. Mm. I'm very excited for them. I know it'll be like four to six years, but hey, you know <laughs> I just want to know: is it going to be a fun season for me to rip to shreds? Oh, I think oh, every definitely. season. Will I be think you'll be so invested. Be no season. There will be no season. I think season four will be your tipping point of like. <laughs> that'll, that'll tip you over the edge. My, season yeah. four, if season four doesn't do it, I think season five will. Yeah. Here's my concern is that everyone has told Jamie the same thing, which is that season four and five are like unironically actually good. And, and if she doesn't like it, I'm fine. <laughs> no other option at that point. Because it doesn't get better after seasons four no, and five. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> I think season seven will be like a, sh- a rip to shred season as oh. it, you know it deserves to be and mm-hmm. then I think season eight will be like will be a come around moment <laughs> I think a lot of it depends on whether or not Jamie ends up shipping Destiel 
Like, I think so watching with someone who started shipping Destiel from their first watch, like from their first time meeting cast, like Mm. was a such a different experience than like my first watching experience. Yeah. Like, yeah. Honestly healing. Yeah, Yeah, watching the whole show now in after like is is definitely a different experience and watching it with people. Yeah. It's interesting watching with Noah because Noah spent a lot of time on Tumblr. So Noah does know a lot of things. So like when it came to certain characters, there's some things that he knows, but also some things that he doesn't. And so it's been very interesting. Yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah. When I had to bite my tongue, like about like things, Elaine and I are like, just you fucking wait until you hear our season three. I swear to God. (laughs) I swear to God. Some of the shit Jamie comes out with. (laughs) Oh, no. KJ. Hello, KJ. Like literally <laughs> just said, hopefully your power doesn't hopefully wait. Okay, oh, oh, yep. Yeah. Oh. You're back. Yeah. Power <laughs> yeah. flickered for like half of a second, and that oh, was enough for the no. wife. Just be like, nah. Okay, well, <laughs> no. hopefully, hopefully you stay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think that all of that is probably interesting, and I will end up keeping in the episode. So I'm just gonna do an intro now. Um <laughs> Hello and welcome to our birthday bonus episode for Jamie. I will go back in editing. Bethany will add an actual intro to the start of this, but should we record an actual like our normal intro? I was like, this doesn't sound anything like your normal intro. It's throwing me off. No, that's. I don't think this episode's going to have any structure. The the minimal structure we usually have. Fuck it, it's gone. But I wanted to say that I wasn't going to shut my cake all today. Oh, please do that. Please record that. Yeah. Please do that. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll go back. Okay. We might record- to be fair, Jamie, do you ever, like, actually? <laughs> no. That's the key. I lie at the beginning of every episode. Like, the first thing I say, like, the, the second thing I say every single episode a is a lie. goddamn lie. We've actually recorded, like, because we're going to release an actual trailer, because at the moment it's just, like, our introduction, like, what does so Jamie just, know? Our trailer is, like, 16 minutes yeah. long. <laughs> Right, it's your, like, bro- it's your like intro episode. It's, it's our intro episode explaining the premise of the podcast, etc. So mm-hmm. we recorded our trailer to actually edit and have an actual trailer. And we did switch it up and I say, and I do not shut my cake hole because I can't lie in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <People> <laughs> I love that. Prepared. I can't wait to hear. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, I might just do like an actual intro, let you guys introduce yourourselves and I'll just intercut it. And I'm just taking my life hard for myself. <laughs> we apologize that this... Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a fucking vibe going back to edit this, so it's fine. It's good. <laughs> At least it'll, it'll be, be you'll have just recorded it, so it'll be fresh. Yeah. So the, yeah. Oh, what's coming makes editing a little easier. We didn't record for the two hours that we were just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's also good. Yeah. You don't All have right. to cut like you don't have to cut 45 minutes of talking about politics mm. from the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Beth. Hi, I'm Jamie. Hi, I'm Abigail from Saving People Queering Things Podcast. And I'm KJ from Supernatural Opinions. Welcome to Drive Picks the Podcast. And today is our bonus birthday episode for Jamie because she's turning 25 and we're having a little celebration. Yay! <laughs> I wanted to say that I was never shutting my cake hole and I'm you didn't so give me the line for it. Sorry. I'm so sorry. What podcast is this? What podcast is this, Beth? Welcome to Driver Picks the Podcast, where I pick the podcast. And I never shut my cake off because it's my birthday. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, 
so today we're having a little bit of a different type of episode basically we're just here to hang out with our podcasting bodies um and we're just gonna talk shit I guess so basically it's no um, more structure than we normally have so it's not really that far out of field (laughs) exactly So um, essentially the idea for today's episode is just to hang out and have a bit of fun uh, for Jamie's birthday. Um, And basically we're just going to run through very briefly. Oh, I should point out uh, at the point of recording this, we have already watched through to the end of season three. So that is where Jamie's spoiler knowledge is at. So we have not yet recorded episode 401. Um, So this is kind of like an intermission, I guess, between the two seasons. So any spoiler related content will be up to the season three mark and nothing more. Um, and we're just going to ask Jamie some questions about how she's feeling, what her theories are, and then uh, maybe chat a bit about how we could have improved the first three seasons <laughs> to match the good supernatural that lives in Jamie's head. Because <laughs> we have a lot of intro. opinions and theories. We all have a lot of opinions and theories, yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely. Just a quick question, through all of that, did you breathe once? Probably not. <laughs> Um, and before we get started, it might be a good call to get Jamie to run through where her theories are currently at. Okay, be yeah. happy to do that. I have lots of theories, so I don't know which ones are wrong. It doesn't matter. Give I will us... work on keeping my face neutral. <laughs> yeah, right. okay. Like... The funniest the funniest thing Jamie I says can't actually me, keep my face neutral so it's just gonna be best <laughs> just what I do is no matter what she says I just laugh yeah. <laughs> like, it's just unclear either way it's exactly. funny it's terrible it's for it's editing funny. us though because then you have to cut out all the fucking laughing <laughs> that is um, like a thing that happens all the time yeah um <laughs> but <laughs> I think if you just run through anything okay yeah and then that just gives these guys a basis because obviously our season three hasn't released yet, so you don't know what her thoughts are, um, and that gives you a basis for any any follow up questions. Okay. Yeah. So I think the way I'm going to structure this is do two sort of sections. One is things that I think they might actually do, and the second is just all the really fun stuff that I really love, but I don't think they're going to do. But I just think it's a really funny mental image, and I want to share it with you guys. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm excited <laughs> about both of these categories. Yeah, I think I might start with the actual stuff because a lot of that time that spirals off into the other stuff. All right. So if you start with actual stuff, then we ask questions and then just fun shit and we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Okay. (laughs) So to start with, I think my like my most prevalent theory at the moment is like they were selecting the special children based on some sort of, you know, genetics, some sort of lineage bullshit, like descendants from somebody. So like they're trying to like the reason they chose like Sam was because he was descendant of this genetic lineage history thing and he was born at the right time to be under the correct constellations or whatever witchy magic bullshit you know how they talk about uh (laughs) there being generations of psychic children yeah right right so I was sort of assuming that like it's Sam is one of the many generations yes and like the generations previously have all had the same genetic markers but they've just been like obviously born in that time frame previously when they've had the stars aligned or whatever it's, it's like that fucking meme that's like um look can't do it not today the stars like but for a fucking and a demon. hand wavy hand wavy yeah. like. hand wavy magic bullshit yeah. okay no, we're not going to get into hand wavy magic bullshit but we i do think we need to talk a little bit about the second to last episode of season three go for it 
but not right now because I'm still doing theories. <laughs> okay. I'm staying okay. on topic. God damn yes. it. Right, what is a bonus episode where, where we have no plan? Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. very little of a plan. No different to normal. So, <laughs> so that's sort of what I'm thinking. Um, and then you've got the whole thing with Lilith and Ruby and all of that sort of jazz. And I personally think that Ruby has some sort of backstory with Lilith. Like she's actually said something along those lines back in fucking Jason Bella, I think she says something about blah, blah, blah. So Ruby just really doesn't like Lilith and she's blah, blah, blah. So she's decided to help the guys. That's great. Whatever. She's a demon. She's been manipulating them. Fun shit like that. Lilith is the next bit bad. Obviously they're teeing her up to be the big bad. She's the big bad in the season finale of season three. Um, oh, Dean's now dead as well, which is like, <laughs> I, can't really theor- I can't really theorize on that. He's dead. Oh, I'm sure he's going to be undead somehow. That's how this show works. <laughs> Either Wait, that or Jamie, he's like, Jamie, you didn't assume that like Dean's just only in the first three seasons. That's yeah. why everyone has all the brain <laughs> no, worms yeah. about him. He's only in the first three seasons. <laughs> only in the first three seasons. He's never coming back. Like, nah. <laughs> really Destiel's a thing because Cass went to visit hell and found Dean there and then they just lived out the rest of their lives in hell <laughs> together I'd watch that show honestly <laughs> that would probably be less painful than the reality yeah <laughs> um what other um I think is is your theory about Ruby wanting to be right hand man is that part of your crap ship theory no that that's theory? yeah I think Ruby sort of kitchen her wagon to Sam because she wants Sam to assume power in hell and it's like you know with like politicians where it's like I don't actually like you you're just the lesser of two evils like literally in this case Sam is the lesser of two evils right. so you're um, my best shot to the top so I'll, yeah so it's like yeah. her best chance to like gain the power she wants and she just doesn't like Lilith so she's like she'll align with Sam I'm, I'm gonna go with Sam and save his bunch like a bunch. See many of her, honestly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a key character trait for most demons that you've met so far. Exactly. <laughs> like I am in it for me. Yeah, <laughs> and like <sighs> Dean's really suspicious of Ruby for some reason, which is like, if Ruby wanted you dead, she would stop saving your life like four times every episode. <laughs> she has a point. <laughs> like I, that's that is I can't have nothing. Which is kind of her point, about really. that. <laughs> And I think even Sam mentions at some point, like, if she wanted us dead, she'd just have to stop saving our lives. Like, it would only be that easy. <laughs> okay, now we're going on to my crack things. That... Or unless you guys have any questions. Oh, about... do you have any questions about any of that? That's a lot, sorry. Oh, I more want to hear the crack theories. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'm quite happy moving to crack theories. And if I have yeah. any questions about actual theories, mm. they'll probably Yeah, I'll be honest, actually. season three is somewhat fuzzy for me because I have been intentionally not watching it recently yeah because you know we're finishing up our season two recordings i think yeah. and abigail a- oh sorry go on oh no go ahead i was i think abigail already knows this i can't remember if i mentioned it to you when we recorded with you but i fell asleep for part of season three i'm discovering oh yeah you so <laughs> it's also fuzzy for me it's her first time doing as well i and i in where we're at for recording for for our show right now we've recorded like the first like four episodes of season three. Mm. So I also haven't rewatched most of season three in a mm. number of years. So I, yeah, 
I've like I feel like there's season it, three but... moments that I will go back and watch specifically, but yeah, yeah. There's a ep- of entire episodes or like the whole season, even though it's a short season. It feels so fucking long. <laughs> the two episodes, the two episodes that I will say I've seen very recently are Ghost Facers and Mystery Spot. Um, yeah, because yeah, because yeah. <laughs> we recorded those. Yeah, <laughs> we recorded those ones together. So, so yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah. All right. So if you guys don't have any questions about those theories, I've asked kind of all my questions about those during our actual episodes. Yeah. So <laughs> if we move on to the crash theories. Tell us your batshit ridiculous ideas. <laughs> we love them. Okay. So my favorite crack idea that I've got so far is like, okay, so Sam got like a tiny bit of demon blood as a baby, right? right he like literally like two drops right what happens if he has more i just want him to have like a fucking like you know like a bubble tea cup with the big straw just a fucking demon bubble tea cup why does it need to be a bubble tea cup that's just the mental imagery (laughs) maybe maybe it's a takeaway (laughs) coffee mug like like a normal a normal maybe he has a wine glass (laughs) (laughs) swirls it around like that's not a mental image that i wanted (laughs) yeah okay and then my other favorite crack theory which isn't really a theory it's like a this is where I would want them to go with this but they're not going to do it because they don't have the balls to do it um (laughs) the range they don't have the range um they also didn't have the writing (laughs) staff to do it so uh I want season four right I what I want to happen in season four is I want Sam to embrace his role as the leader of hell to save Dean and then I want so he like he embraces his like dormant powers or whatever Ruby fucking refers to them as he becomes leader of hell right so he's leader of hell but and then he saves Dean but Dean secretly already become a demon so demon Dean's a demon right and then Sam's leader of hell they don't know though so like like Sam's out here being leader of hell, like on the down low. So <laughs> Dean doesn't find out that he actually became like king of hell or whatever the fuck it is. And then Dean's actually a demon and trying not to let Sam know that he's a demon. And they're just like sitcom style trying to like it's, keep their lives separate. It's like case of mistaken identity. It's like, oh, you know, like I was just getting a burger. Yeah. I don't know where you thought I was. Like, I don't know. I was at the library. Like, yeah. Literally. And this is where like the demon blood and like a takeaway cup comes from because like you have to hide <laughs> that it's actually demon blood. Sam just is like, I have no, I get my coffee from a very specific yeah. cafe. Yeah. You wouldn't like it, Dean. You wouldn't like their coffee. Dean's like, oh, what are you drinking? Sam's like, uh, beetroot juice. I'm on a detox. <laughs> They're like, no, you can't. No, like, yeah. like let me tell and you, you the most disgusting Cass, thing. And you still have Destiel. And the way it's revealed that they're both like the other person is... Cass knows that Sam's <laughs> drinking demon blood and Cass just sort of assumes that Dean knows that Sam's drinking demon blood. And then Cass just goes, why do you keep on going to like Ruby or whatever for demon blood? You could just ask Dean for some. And then it's like the dual <laughs> reveal. So like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but like supernaturally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I um, love I this. love everything that your brain's done to get here. <laughs> I also love how remarkably in character that theory yeah. works. Like a hundred percent. If if that's what happens, that is what both of those characters to each other. And yeah. I would also one hundred percent 
it would 100% be how they found out as well. Like Cass oh, would yeah. just be like, what are you doing? Like, you've got a tap right here. Like, Cass where would be are like, you going? <laughs> Cass would be like, I've known this for months. <laughs> you ever fucking talk to each other? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, we don't. No, no. no. <laughs> so that's my favorite crack theory that I've come up with so far. And hey, that's extensive. I Is there more? <laughs> I can think of some. Did I have more when I first went on? Have you, I forgotten details that I? You've so going back to some of the episodes, you had a theory about. Uh, you had a theory. That's just my most recent crack theory that I really enjoy. That's, it's like you're all in. It's like your big crack. Yeah, theory. it's like an yeah. overarching season yeah. plot yeah. line theory. And it improves the rest of Supernatural. I haven't even seen the rest of Supernatural. I just know that this version is better. That definitely improves it. The only only other, like, crack ship, like, big theory that you had through season three that I can think of off the top of my head was the uh, Sam's Chosen by Hell um, and then the comparison that Dean then gets chosen by God. Oh, yeah. I did have a theory that, like, because of, like, the genetic lineage, it's not just, like demons or whatever that target they're looking for like parallels like yeah it's like and then like for whatever reason I think in that crack theory also I had a I had a sub theory which is like Mary made a deal and like Mary went out and was like oh yeah bless my first child and then didn't realize that sort of the side effect of blessing the first child (laughs) Dean would be like to curse the second child (laughs) (laughs) yeah Totally spill water on myself. <laughs> <laughs> Get to cut like a solid five minutes of us collecting our shit. Yeah. That comment. <laughs> that would Mary. That would be be a great way to find out some more things about Mary. Oh. I always wanted more Mary, like in the early seasons, because I hate John so much. Right, <laughs> right. Give us the other parent, but oh, but honestly, if they were to like reveal that we could get more information about the other parent, but it's that they also made shitty decisions yeah. <laughs> that screwed over their children, but maybe less intentionally, would also be Which hilarious. Does remind me of uh, the other thing because uh, when you were talking about Mary's friends and why they're mm. all dying, yeah, and your theory about why Mary's friends all die, I don't know if this comes part as part of your crap theory. <gasps> oh my or- god, yeah, it's so. I don't know which one it comes under, but go for it. It's it's a fun theory that you know how they say that all of like like a whole bunch of Mary's friends and family died all around the time that Mary died. What if the demon blood in Sam secretly made him toxic and he was killing all of these people? Oh my god, that's <laughs> toxic, dark. Sam. So, the, here really... is the most horrible mental image. Just that. Yeah. No. Especially given that Sam was an actual baby, like. Sam is six months old. But then yeah. why doesn't Sam, why does what about Dean? Okay. How does that, I want to hear where this goes in terms of Dean. So yeah. very quickly before I let Jamie explain that, I do just want to put in your mind the horrible mental image that I had when Jamie first said this to me, which is that you have six month old baby Sam, newly, uh, you know, baby. tiny baby, <laughs> tiny baby, um, who is dreaming the deaths of all of the people around him like I because like that's the whole thing right it's the like I was like this fucking infant no wonder Sam is so like messed in the head right like because 
like so like say like I don't know 20 of Mary's like closest family and friends or whatever died that's like 20 deaths that he's got a that he's potentially watching in his sleep as an infant and that wrote something in me (laughs) like like regardless of whether or not it's like canon regardless of that just the thought of that hurt me so deeply that like sam's life doesn't suck enough like (laughs) six months old everyone around him keeps dying it's fine and it is 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 actually like because of him yeah like just to draw that line even more clearly if it wasn't like already kind of like where they're drawing the line of like yeah, probably all these people are dying because of Sam. That would be like nailing the coffin. Mm-hmm. No, they are like 100%. It's literally your blood's toxic. Yeah. But yeah, I, I want to hear about Dean specifically. In yeah. So, and John, as an and John addendum, I guess, but I don't really John, care. I mean, John, we don't so. really care about John, but like theory wise. I want to know why you talk about John just to shit on him. I'm happy to do that. Like, that would be a section <laughs> oh, always. I'm editing our like season two recap, which is like, well, we'll have just come out when this episode comes out. But like, we give out awards to characters, mm, and it's it. a second season running where we've given like a really crappy award to John, and I love giving John really crappy <laughs> awards. I love being like, you win at being, being the worst. Terrible. We have a permanent you policy go, have to award. never award worst hunter award for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was worse. It was worse this season. It wasn't even just like you're a bad hunter. It was like it's a good one. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> I think the best thing that I ever accidentally came up with was the call CPS. Like, yes. <laughs> I think so, honestly, yes. <laughs> oh, okay, okay so, yeah. It's just, so yeah. Jamie Dean theories. Yeah. As per Abigail's request. Oh, in this, as to why Dean wouldn't die in this theory? Yeah. So extending on that, it's not that he's toxic. It's that he already has baby like super powers psychic sand powers as a baby and then basically the demons or the angels or whatever are trying to possess people around him to like kill him because they don't want him to live because they don't want him to be leader of hell and so he's just murdering them like subconsciously so it's kind of like he as an infant Mm -hmm. can't control his own powers so it's like a self-defense mechanism Mm -hmm. he's kind of like killing yeah yeah kind of there's a character later in the series that you could probably kind of equate a similar like thought process to like not actually hey, having control no of that power. No spoilers in my birthday bonus yeah. pop. And it kind of just <laughs> coming a, there's out. There's a lot of, there's a lot, you're gonna meet a lot of characters. In the yeah, you have like yeah. 13 years. <laughs> you still have like 275 episodes there's to a go. Lot of <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, uh, that that specific thing could apply to actually like Probably more characters. <laughs> no, um, okay, that I, makes it worse. I, yeah, I <laughs> have so many questions about the special children and <laughs> go. Please go nuts because I like, I have been trying to ask questions through our episodes. But if you guys have any, please go for it because I would love to get. Like, I only have my own questions in my brain. I would love other mm-hmm. people's. I input. have a wealth of ideas. Jamie's, Most of them are wrong. Jamie's brain is like an endless void of of excellent content so 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 what happened what happened slash what will happen to the other generations that get referenced in season two yes like this is a thing i made a tiktok about this week and i accidentally broke a couple of people (laughs) (laughs) there's a whole conversation we had well i here's the thing i don't know because like they reference it once and then it never seems to come back up again so like yeah you know it's that's why we really could have checked on that a bit 
And season like, three, they're just like, nah. They make a specific point of it. They're like, they're like, oh, the generations. And I'm like, well. And then and they just John never mention tracking again. a new generation. Like, that's how, like, yeah. they almost got the LI demon at the end of season one. Mm. Yeah. Like, we, they were specifically tracking them. Like, what happened to those kids? Mm-hmm. We did maths because Jamie, at, I don't know if this still fits into your theory, but at one point, part of her theory was that Mary was a previous generation special child. And that's, like, so, Almost like. genetic in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. the idea is that the previous generation, those who survive, their kids become the next targets. And so um that was kind of I don't know if that's still part of but it was I think at this point it's pretty well been disproven that Mary was but like what could have been cool is if she was and like the the adults and then they sort of like if say they started with like 500 babies right back in like Mm -hmm. you know 1800 or whatever whenever they started the the program um (laughs) (laughs) and so So they did exactly They, they they gave all those 500 kids demon blood. Lovely? Whatever. 250 <laughs> Lovely, of those died. whatever. Yeah. No ethical questions. No, <laughs> they're demons. Sure. They don't have, like, peer review boards. Like, they don't have to do ethics oh, committees. There's a poster. There's a poster, you know, in on the bulletin board at hell being like, we're recruiting for this new project. We need you to I go thought, to Earth. I thought the poster just said, be gay, do science. <laughs> I mean, they are doing science. They're being like, what happens if we... Yeah. Yeah. And so they sort of give human children blood. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They give, you know, 500 babies demon blood, right? 250 of them survive. Those 250, nothing happens to them. They just grow up, they have kids. All of the kids that those 250 people had, right? They say another 250 to have one child each. They give all of them demon blood. Right, and then it, the cycle repeats. So it's cumulative, and it accumulates, and, and the then, powers show up eventually. Yeah, yeah, and then Sam's generation is finally the one, and like Azazel, the yellow eyed demon, finally realizes, oh, like they're actually like this is starting to yield results. Like so, we can. I like this. I so like it, everything that's happening here. <laughs> I like this too because like then it means that like it's not actually that Sam only has two drops of demon blood. It's that he has like generations of demon blood and like yeah like edits to the genetic code based Mm -hmm. on the demon blood to get what about again what about like dean in this scenario (laughs) is because dean also has like why doesn't he because he was born at the wrong time so her whole thing is that it's like it's like all of this stuff but also timing yes so it's like it's got to be like the specific that's why all of them are the same age age. yeah yeah okay So there's mm-hmm. something about timing. 1983 like, was the year, <laughs> whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. I love it. So yeah. it's very dark. It's very dark, but I also like it. It makes some sense. Some sense. Yeah. 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 It, it fits with the rest of the lore that we've gotten, honestly. Honestly, at this point. Explain some things that don't get explained. Don't get explained. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. It's canon now. I've decided. <laughs> but yes so that i'm just trying to think if there was anything else oh um and your theory about um mary knowing the demon oh yeah well mary why she knows it yeah well that's that comes back i was like well what if mary made a deal (laughs) like what if she made a deal with the demon and like you know in result 
Like she didn't think she was going to have a second kid. So she she had, she had Dean. She made a deal for Dean with the demon. We can make this angsty. We can make it. That, <laughs> we can make it more angsty, Jamie. Yes, You're already angsty. Absolutely. So Dean died as a child, right? Mary then met and made a deal for the soul Whoa. of her second child. Do I write the child up? Okay. To save Dean, and our Dean's been saved by somebody else's life force three times. Which Jesus also means Christ. that that's what part of like he takes it so hard. Because ultimately, then he's actually the one that's responsible for all of these deaths. Yeah, yeah. Way to like, like some time before Sam's born. Mary, not thinking she's going to have another child, makes a deal with Azazel, and like then Azazel comes to collect his due. <laughs> Which would also mean that both Mary and John had made a deal to save Dean's life, and that Sam's been collateral damage in both. In both. Yes. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, it explains how. Uh, um, you know what's really Holy funny though about all this? <laughs> For some reason, Supernatural brings it out of me. Every other fandom I've ever been a part of, I've been like, oh yeah, I'm going to write some fic. It's going to be like a fluffy cafe AU. And now I'm like in Supernatural, I'm like, yeah, but we could make this like more emotionally devastating for them. Oh, that's, oh, oh, see, see, this is why we do, I think, believe that you're going to fall. You're going to continue to fall because if that's the way, if that's where your brain is at. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I... <laughs> I've since found out that it's called an unfix it. When you rewrite something and you make it worse, that's an unfix it. I think <laughs> Wreck It Fic is much better, but Wreck It Fic is unfix much better. It. I Wreck It Fic is better. Also, I love right the combination of Wreck It Fic and then fixing what you've wrecked. Yeah, it's yeah, great. yeah. It's like, I'm just going to break it to bits and then I'm going to make it better. Like, I'm going to build it back from nothing. It, like, made me think of, like, in Mystery Spot when Sam's like, I'm going to take it down to the studs. Yeah, literally. (laughs) (laughs) That's the energy that we have to go into it with. Yes, exactly that. (laughs) But, yeah, generally, I'm a fluffy sort of person. Like, I I gravitate towards, like, happy AUs. And, like... Oh, I want to be emotionally devastated. Uh (laughs) <laughs> but for some reason for supernatural i'm just like yeah but like we can make it worse for them <laughs> lean into that energy honestly like i i see your trauma i could add to that yeah, well, yeah. And, and if you're thinking this you know then you're you have 11 more seasons to like keep pitching worse and worse yeah. ideas for what the show will inevitably already make worse and worse unfortunately really all bad. of my ideas while they add more trauma for the characters at this point, I think they make more fucking sense with them what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> that, it's like, like you, mm, yeah, that probably will continue. We've yeah. just released yeah. our season two finale. And like the point that I keep on going on about is that Ava should have won the Hunger Games. Full yes. stop. Ava should have Ava. won. She was winning for seven months. And then they have yeah. Jake, which like, mind you, I love Aldous Hodge. Aldous Hodge oh. is in Leverage, one of my favorite comfort TV Phenomenal. shows of all time. Yeah. But like if Ava had won... She could have been a really fun recurring, like, evil villain character. fight with Jake the season either. Like, what? And that like, makes yeah, no Ava, sense. An right. Ava Sam fight, way, an Ava Sam fight, way more interesting. Okay. Way I don't think you can have Ava survive, whereas you couldn't really have Jake survive. But if you have Ava survive, then there's a really clear, like, dichotomy of, like, demons who want to follow Ava because she's, like, the true one. And then Sam, because he's kind oh. of the default one and they don't really want to follow Ava because she's too powerful or whatever. So they think they can take advantage of Sam. Whereas they don't think they can take advantage of Ava. Because Ava's like actually like leaned into it and honed her skills. And then you have like the whole like, you know, Sam doesn't really realize it's Ava until he finds Ava at that graveyard.
<laughs> Ava's too powerful. That's that's it. Jamie's really incensed about Ava. We, we- <laughs> fair, honestly, fair. There's yeah. like it's funny because I I love the season two finale like quite a lot. Me too. Um, Me too. But watching it and and, and having like different I being like oh but like not there's things that could have been there's things there's just like things where I'm like there's so much potential yeah in a finale like that and some of it is utilized and some of it is not yeah the thing that really gets me though is the fucking fight with Sam and Jake it's it makes no sense it makes no sense 800 pounds thank you yes (laughs) I never hear of this in the jaw that boy is dead so how rough is Sam actually maybe the demon blood is more of a protective force than it because you know like their powers like don't like with all the other ones their powers like don't work on each other so maybe when jake hits oh, sam it really is just like a i have a theory i have a, a theory <laughs> oh what's your theory okay so um my theory just sat up and leaned in to hear what kj was saying i hope yeah. that was validated so it starts KJ. back in season one when we met max and yeah. Sam used Max's power, mm. uh, oh. even though that's not his power, because oh. <laughs> none of them have the same power, mm. except that and Sam can suddenly do telekinesis for one episode randomly in season one, and then never again. So you I think it's like, so you think it's like a proximity yeah. thing. But then um, when Sam and Ava meet, they have almost the same power. Yeah. They have very similar powers. And no one else has the same starting powers, which, I mean, would work super well with Jamie's theory that That's Ava part of why Sam I should love- be yeah. opposing. Yeah. <laughs> but my theory is that Sam, his power, like, he has his own power. But, like, Ava says, like, the more you use your powers, like, the more you can do. Mm-hmm. I think Sam, like, for whatever reason, was, like, his power is being able to already use other powers and part of his power is being able to tap into the other special children oh. so that when he's fighting with jake he's tapping into jake's power and so he's also equally strong that's the only reason that fight lasts more than 30 seconds that <laughs> i honestly, love that 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 makes <laughs> a lot of sense and it also makes it super fascinating Jamie's brain's about- doing things i can see it, it also <laughs> would explain why once all the other special children are dead sam doesn't have any powers Mm-hmm. If his oh, most because there's no the other ability. special children to pull powers from, right? Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I feel like- we're we're connecting dots here, folks. Dots. Yeah. This is actually these are actually like yes, they're crackers, but these are also like legitimate readings. Yeah, the information they haven't given the us. We can we can take this as canon because they haven't given us anything to say that this isn't. They didn't explain. Mm-hmm. They don't spend any time in the first three seasons, actually really explaining how the special children's powers work. They just no. kind of are. Oh. They were just kind of told to take it at face value. And even, like, the actual special children don't really understand. Like, the only thing we really get is that both Jake and Ava say that once you would, like, accept it, like, the learning curve is just, like, super quick. Like, you just, you yeah. just, it just clicks. Yeah. Something switches in your brain and you just got it now. Um, and that, which seems to bear out also with someone like Andy, who yeah. is using his quite mm. a lot and does develop them. Mm. He also, I don't know if he says yeah. it the same way, but he also says, I've been practicing. And he's yeah, like, he's like meditating. And all of a sudden he's like way yeah. better at it. Like the next <laughs> time we see him. Yeah, exactly. I love oh. Andy so much. And I'm sad that Andy that was like such a limited character. Oh, I have like a whole thing about Andy. And, and Sarah Gamble really loved oh. Andy. So I'm surprised oh, he didn't last a little bit longer. Cause Sarah Gamble has pull. He... Oh, and he deserved better. Actually, all of the special children 
I want, I just wanted more of that. Like, it's really sad that we only get the one really like, like one, like one and a half episodes where we actually get to like, Fully yeah, I want to see all the special situation. children Ava was fighting for like seven months. Yeah, <laughs> where, where, where were they? What could they do? Imagine <laughs> if they had. Imagine if they had scattered in, like, from the point where Ava goes missing. For every episode, they had scattered in some like confusing scenes oh, with like Ava like, and like other yeah. children, but like other children who like are there and then they're gone, and mm. like they just didn't explain. Like, if if going with Jamie's theory, mm. something to like hint at it hint that Ava is taking them yeah. all out but not confirm it until we get it, it would have felt way more terrifying yeah as it is like she doesn't get to be as terrifying as she actually is mm. and also if we have Ava win we then can make the ultimate power ship Megan Ava <laughs> oh yeah oh, Megan Ava I'm would have been that. so fun together I'm into that mm-hmm. yeah We've actually, so jumping ahead a little bit, obviously we've just finished season three and we lose Bella. Uh, And one thing that Jamie brought up, one thing that Jamie brought up, which I thought was really interesting because I remember seeing takes on this going into season 15, is that (laughs) Bella would have been a really interesting character to have come back as a demon because as a person- I've seen that a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people I saw talking going into season 15 saying that they would like to have Bella like come back as a demon, as like a a callback kind of thing. Oh, that's such a good callback. Yeah, right. And so the fact that she was like- we got the most important character in season 15. It's fine. We got Jenny the Vampire. (laughs) I love that you're so salty about this, having not even got there. I didn't even fucking say her name. (laughs) Right? I was looking for it this program. We had to Google that shit to be like, who the fuck Wait, is this? Who the fuck is this, and why is this important? Yeah, um, I'm mad for y'all. You know, <laughs> on your behalf. We, had a bon- Thank you. we like bon- appreciate we like, it. A mini bonus episode, literally, which was just me and Alicia, one of the guest hosts, just venting about that one plot point for like seven minutes. Was that <laughs> um, your dead man's blood bonus? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seven just seven minutes of this being and like and another thing about Jenny yeah. <laughs> I was listening to that waiting for my bus and it was excellent content <laughs> I made my friend a a slideshow because she's not gonna watch 1520 she has stopped at 1519 okay but she wants to know what happened so she can navigate the internet safely like and understand the references I made her a slideshow to spoil season 15 episode 20 would you share it? I will share it. I really want to see this. this I will share it uh, when it's done. I made a TikTok about it, but like once I actually like show it to her and everything, which I haven't done yet, like absolutely it will, it will be shared somewhere. Good. (laughs) I'm going to ask her if I can record like me providing this presentation, (laughs) but I was like digging for like pictures of Jenny from like her like season one episode and it was hard to find one because she's only in one episode and it's Mm -hmm. like, and she's, she's in like three scenes and she's yeah, barely focused it. on and they're so fucking dark that you can't even yeah. see her <laughs> <laughs> you get to the absolutely fucked my laptop sorry the new supernatural brain worms that i have um now is that now because of jamie i can't watch supernatural without thinking about the lighting and i hate it so hate bad it. 
I made so a I, I have, made a couple of TikToks about Dead Man's Blood specifically. Mm-hmm. And um like comparing the 300th episode back to Dead Man's Blood. Yeah. And like John's parenting oh. styles and stuff like that. And I went to go like get the scene where Dean's like pretending the car is broken down to like ambush the vamps and like oh, yeah. literally I'm like this scene it filmed in the fucking dark I can't see anything <laughs> they just didn't light anything up they just were like we don't need they're like someone shine a flash like that's good enough uh-huh I'm so glad I'm leaving a legacy on the supernatural <laughs> I think I was honestly desensitized a little bit because I had you know watched Game of Thrones not too mm-hmm. long ago before I like started the podcast mm-hmm. and like you know even though I'd seen supernatural before I like wasn't paying that close attention yeah. But like there's a whole episode, there's like a 90 minute Game of Thrones episode that's literally filmed in the dark. They did not light it up. And it is, <laughs> and it's like a climactic episode that we've been waiting eight seasons for. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> the big, the big final battle uh, like that we've been building towards uh, happens and they decided to film it in the dark at night. Well, that was a choice. Uh, I've never seen Game of Thrones, so Mm -hmm. I can't quite relate. The first time I watched it, I was, like, traveling. So I was watching it on my cell phone in a hotel room. (laughs) And I only, like, when I got home from my weekend away, I, like, had to go back to, like, my basement, like, turn all the lights off and, like, watch (laughs) it on, like, my parents' giant TV. Because literally, I was like, I know everything that happens in this episode, but, like, I only got dialogue. Yeah. (laughs) It's like an audio book. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but now, like, looking back, I'm like, yeah, season one is in the dark. And, like, so, like, the first two seasons, I think, were filmed on, like, actual film, which is yeah. part of the problem. Yeah. yeah. But, like, season three has no excuse. No. And no. I think part of, like, what I'm excited about going into season four, for Jamie specifically, is the visuals. Because yeah. you and get... When do things get, get light again? When does light start happening again? It's not necessarily <laughs> that it gets brighter. It's just that they get a bit more creative with stuff like... um in particular I'm drawing a blank on the episode title but you get like an aerial shot of a dead character with the cars and on the road there's the I don't know oh. if I- <laughs> oh yeah I know exactly <laughs> yes uh, yes I Abigail's think I know I think it. I know what you're referring to um yes yeah so you get like some really interesting or like obviously like with the like lamps and things there's like some creative yeah. choices that are made with the lighting which I think yeah. just it's not necessarily better lit overall. I just think yeah. that some of the lighting choices are more interesting and effective. It <laughs> feels more intentional. Four. It feels more intentional rather than yeah. just lazy. Yes. Yes. I think that was my main issue with the lighting is it's not just that it's dark. It's that it's so dark for no reason and you can't no see anything. Like it's. I and there's praise... lights. You can see lights and they're just not doing anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not... <laughs> like I praise Asylum because that's an episode that primarily takes place at night. And they got kind of creative with the lighting to make it so that you could still see something while also being like fitting because it's at night. That's fine. That's not what my issue was like dead in the water and shit. You had day like scenes that were meant to be midday. Yeah. That looks like it's at like seven o'clock at night. Yeah. (laughs) One of my uh, roommates was sitting and I was watching an episode before we recorded and she happened to be in the lounge. And so she was watching with me and she was like, oh, Jamie's right. This whole show is like, (laughs) Right. She's like, there's no color either. She's like, not only is it dark, she's like, there's an apple. Desaturated. On the table and it's gray. Yeah, it's <laughs> literally, yeah. 
I, like I, because I'm yeah. just like picturing, like, for example, like, I know, like, what uh, season that really showed to me, like, recently, like, having rewatched with my friend all the way through, like, season 13, they start letting the boys wear colors again. <laughs> and, and it's you're like, like bright. Oh, but, like, colors. Oh, the scenes are all lit. Like, there's outdoor scenes and everything's, like, vibrantly colored. The boys have like, but colored then they, like, plaid. Shirts go the on. other way. Like, it becomes oversaturated. <laughs> Like, yeah, you're, you're, like, you're like, this is an unrealistic amount of, they just don't have any, any consistency. It needs some moderation. Yeah. You know, any consistency with coloring. It's no. either, or, and, you know, or like, the episode they're like hitting the, you over the head with it. The most for, with me, like for, for that, for me, like the episode that I think of like the most is Scooby Natural. Um, <laughs> because like any scene that's not animated in that episode is so, it's almost like, too realistic like yeah I don't know like everything is just like so like vibrantly sharp it, it's very it put I was just, like why does why does Cass look like that <laughs> is that what he looks why, like why does Misha's like what like what why does Misha's face look so weird to me right now like what yeah. is happening <laughs> it's so funny actually like the Scooby Natural like because it's animated it's probably the most consistently lit yeah. because <laughs> it's not doing drawn. lighting <laughs> <laughs> but like no we like, like last week when we recorded tall tales i was like okay they're standing in a motel room i can see three light fixtures and it's still dark like dark. is my yeah. laptop brightness not turned up all the oh, way yeah. what is happening <laughs> no 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 <laughs> oh god how do we get started talking about the lighting I, we were talking about that was sorry. That was me. That was my no, fault. no, no complaint. I'm, I'm just, always happy to I'm talk like, about the lighting. We were talking about we were talking about lighting. We were talking about Dead Man's Blood. We were talking about Jenny the Vampire. We were talking about you've got the whole shot in your brain. <laughs> Special children. That way yeah. at all. We were talking about Andy. 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 Mm-hmm. Andy yeah. Andy. The, last, the furthest back I can remember. Yeah. We no. I, I think because when right. we were talking about Ava before Andy. Yeah. And, we were and special about children season powers. three villains. We were. Yeah. Season three villains. <laughs> Bella. We were talking about Bella. Bella, Bella come back. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we should come back to Bella because Bella is like a great character, and Ooh. I did not appreciate Bella the first time around at all. Just like. Yeah, I don't think I, I did a, either. Honestly, I have a question for you guys because I was trying to explain this to Jamie, and I just as a different fandom perspectives because okay because I didn't start live watching like until mm-hmm. I think season 10 was about to start airing so I was binging everything as season 9 was airing and then I came in live season 10 so I missed the kind of like fandom live reactions to everything before that I had to like catch up and my understanding is that the fandom did not like Bella but like retrospectively people like Everyone Bella they didn't, her, start, yeah. they didn't start to like her until yeah, I would say at least until like season eight, nine was airing. Like I was seeing yeah. some more like positive Bella meta by that, by like the season eight, season nine era, but like not yeah. a lot before that. I don't think yeah. I cared about Bella at all until like last year, <laughs> to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> no, because I, I, the way I watched Supernatural was so broken and like so yeah. long ago. Like I watched the first six seasons pretty quickly and then I would take big breaks like randomly like in the middle of seasons and then watch <laughs> from there uh it took me six years to watch supernatural all the way through um with like that but like a like i just like i rushed through the first few seasons and definitely season three i remember was like when i was rushing through and then like 
that ended up being so long ago that like any character who was like here and gone was just like not on my radar anymore yeah yeah I think I just didn't I think like I didn't quite have the same first watch through experience because like I did watch it all pretty fast um like the first five seasons because those were already out I think maybe season six was also already out when I was first watching um yeah I think it was like between season six and season seven (laughs) um but it was like I watched it like I remember watching it but I don't think I appreciated like for the same reason KJ said characters that were like their short term yeah and I was like so focused on like Dean's arc in season Mm -hmm. three that I think I like basically don't remember anything that wasn't connected to that um (laughs) yeah perfectly from my first watch through so I didn't only episode I honestly remember like watching in season three was mystery spot like I can picture exactly where I was when I watched mystery spot everything else in season three I'm like okay well it was around that time then (laughs) mystery spot and no rest for the wicked I have very distinct memories of watching like the first I have very distinct memory of watching no rest for the wicked for the first time Um, I I got so the friend who got me into Supernatural basically was one of the people who were like just get to season four and so like by the time I got to season three I was like I'm just ready to be at season four like because that's like what everyone had kept telling me like just get to Mm. season four and so I was just like I just gotta fucking get through this season and (laughs) like honestly I think season three is probably like overall my least favorite from the creepy era anyway so it kind of like it's it's the shortest season but I think it feels the longest like personally like I'm really no, curious. Like, I don't feel like I have a most, most like a super recent opinion. And I'm very, that's one of the things I'm most curious once I, we've gotten through our mm. season three watch. Cause one of my co-hosts, Elena really loves season three. And so I'm really curious to like, see how I'm going to feel about it now because I yeah. Yeah, also feel more so now than when I originally watched, like I want to get to season four. Cause when I originally watched, I didn't have any context for the show. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't know very much about it. So like, I didn't I just like kind of watched it I didn't know that I was like waiting for season four for anything um <laughs> yeah, me so either. I think that helped like I just sort of watched um but I think now I'm almost more impatient because I'm like yeah we need to talk about the yeah I've been well. yeah why well, didn't talk about cast since we started the podcast yeah. <laughs> like a year ago so <laughs> we started um, recording we started we were recording two episodes a week yeah, and then we started recording mm-hmm. for the other pod. So we went to one episode a week at the start of season three. And so not only has season three felt so long just because I'm like, I'm trying <laughs> to get to season four, but it actually has taken twice as long as it would have to get there. Hilarious. Even with, even with it being a shorter season, it's still mm, taking yeah. longer than every other season. <laughs> yeah. Well, season three is also like an interesting season because it's mm-hmm. the writer strike season. Yeah. And so like things- parts that choppy are choppy because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and things that like happened things happened that weren't supposed to happen like Dean yeah. wasn't supposed to die at the end of season three like that was not supposed to happen they just like went on strike and they're like uh we we can't think of a good way to quickly yeah we can't get Dean out of his deal like we just can't do it like we don't like, How, I like, guess we'll figure it out yeah we'll figure it out next year <laughs> we'll figure it out when this writer strike ends in a couple of months guys uh <laughs> Jamie's Jamie's making hand signals my season three ending <laughs> Go nuts. Do you want to hear how I would have ended season three? How would you have ended season three? The hellhound should have come for Sam because he tried to welch on his deal. That was one of the stipulations in Dean's deal. It's one of the stipulations in Dean's deal. It would have been like narratively, again, like I look at Supernatural, I'm like, I can make this worse for them. (laughs) And better in general as a show. 
when when the deal comes due, the Hellhounds should have come for Sam. Sam should have died at the end of season three. Can't because he imagine. tried to welch on his deal. There is no way in hell you can not not wrong. what he did is trying to welch on his deal. <laughs> which means Sam, which means died Sam dies. That's fair. That's and fair. Yeah. I do understand that that would have meant killing Sam off twice in two season finales. Okay. And maybe we would have picked holes in it for that. However, I'm sure there would have been something they would have done that would have been, yeah, we would have had other issues with it. But Yeah. <laughs> exactly but i do kind what of if love... they killed sam in like the second last episode of season three and then dean and then... in the season finale oh <laughs> and then you just have neither <laughs> of them <laughs> or maybe maybe they kill sam but because of everything that's going on with like sam's powers like the mm-hmm. weird weird like yeah sam's maybe, got shit to do maybe someone else brings him back maybe it's yeah. not that dean brings him back someone else brings him back and maybe brings him back right in time just in time for the dean for the hellhounds to come for dean anyway Mm. you know that would hurt that would be painful if they bring sam back only to be like and you're alive now and dean's like sam and then the hellhounds come (laughs) so they kill sam off because dean's trying to watch on the deal right and then he has like one of you know how they have like demons who would have been on sam's side Mm -hmm. who wanted to support sam who would have been right and they go well look we can get you out of this but you have to accept your role so now sam's out of hell but he's accepted his role and And then then he shows up anyway he shows Jamie, up. Jamie, I have a question. I have a, I have a Jamie, like for Jamie prediction Delightful. question. Jamie, Ooh. what do you think, like Sam, how do you think Sam's going to deal with Dean being dead, like going into the next season? Like, what yeah. is- he's, fine. he's got plenty of practice. Dean's died <laughs> so many times at this point. Right. He handled, and he was so, um, he yeah. was so emotionally yeah. stable yeah. last time. Very so emotionally at- balanced, didn't do anything rash, you know, really thought his options through. He was so good at handling his yeah. grief. Yeah, he does great on his own. I can't even. The number of times I've yelled at my TV slash other people that Sam just cannot be left alone. Mm. (laughs) People, people like will say that like Dean has like like uh, issues with you know being left alone, which is true. Mm -hmm. But like Sam equally is cannot. Sam like goes off the deep end. Like the funny thing is they're equally codependent. (laughs) Totally different ways, but yes. It's funny, Jamie made a really good point. I think back in our like season one, like I couldn't even remember what episode it is now, but, and I was like, oh, I haven't thought about it that way before, but I like, I fully get it, which is that like, people seem to think that Dean is like the really like emotionally volatile one. Like in the show, a lot of people will say like, oh, that he's like the brash, crazy one. He's just like, Sam's way worse. Sam, and like, it's like Dean, Dean is like emotionally like volatile, but in a very consistent fashion. Like he will make rash decisions, but they're very predictable. Sam, on the other hand, is very, he's like a wild card. Like he's very unpredictable in like a very different way. So it's almost like, like everyone sort of says, oh, Dean is the emotional (laughs) one. But like. (laughs) KJ and I had a whole conversation about this. um, The last time we recorded, I think about how like Dean will like do things without thinking like yeah. do things that are like a really bad idea without thinking all the time but like he said he's consistent like you just yeah. know he's gonna do and he legitimately will not have thought through the consequences no, if you put him in the same situation he'll always make the same choice he's mm-hmm. very consistent that way like yeah. if the yeah. facts all sort of line up he'll make the exactly. same choice but sam is just like maybe the wind's blowing in a different direction so he's gonna do yeah. something completely fucking yeah. off the rails and he will have thought it through sam will yeah. think through 
all of the consequences for mm-hmm. a batshit crazy idea. idea. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You'll be like, yeah, fuck it. And you'll just like do it. And you're like, I'm really excited for Jamie to see Sam and Cass together. <laughs> yes, they are my fucking favorite chaos duo. They are a duo. fucking chaotic <laughs> duo. The definition of chaos, the definition of like a chaotic friendship. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Don't leave those two alone to solve a problem. Um, they just get do the weird experiments solved, on each other. Like, like... Everyone's going to pay for it. <laughs> do you, it's, yeah, but I like love that like perspective on them because it, it's so interesting and like it tracks pretty well across like the whole show. Yeah. Like, that Sam's like when Sam goes off the rails, it's, it's, well, like, and this yeah. is like, it goes back to like the like Sam John parallels versus Dean Mary parallels. Yeah. Because like, Sam, when tragedy happens, acts way more like John, like mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. he has people like supporting him and he comes mm-hmm. like the right. Yeah, to yeah his natural like, instinct is, is to be John, but it's just like Dean's always there to like reel him in a bit. Yeah. And <laughs> Mystery yeah. Wins, yeah. what we refer to it as the Jonification of Sam Winchester. Yeah. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> he does um, like when after like that final death of before the six month stretch where he goes absolutely fucking insane he just becomes john for a bit like he just he's like he's like Dean's dead. but the hunt yeah yep. yeah i'm so focused on vengeance exactly like john did with mary he was like mm-hmm. other responsibilities haven't heard of them other people <laughs> in my life that care about me yeah no who cares they no. can fight yeah. for themselves for a while hmm. coming very quickly back to kj's question about how you think sam's like or Sam and Bobby really mm. are gonna handle. Yeah, what Dean's what do you death, think they're like, gonna do? Like, yeah, immediately. It's after. gonna be bad. <laughs> but what what kind of what flavor of bad? <laughs> um, <laughs> or like, what is your angsty dream? <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> like, if you were writing a fic, <laughs> if you had if the show ended at the end of season three and you were just gonna take it up, like, because see, honestly, I think the most angsty way they could do it is to have. Sam step up as like king of hell or whatever, right? So like embracing his powers, like embrace his powers and sort of lose his sense of morality along the way. And then when he finally does get Dean back, Dean okay. doesn't recognize him basically. So then there's the whole other disconnect there. Mm. So you get him right. back, but not really. Yeah. So there's like there's like a yeah, their relationship is like not the same. Yeah. Yeah, like a breakdown in their like relationship. Sam's so desperate, which <laughs> Sam and the <laughs> desperate is. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's so desperate to get Dean back he doesn't think about any of the other consequences to get Dean back like exactly like Dean does exactly like John does exactly like literally that's just the Winchester way yeah literally he's <laughs> just like now nah, fuck the consequences I just want to get my loved one back I'm gonna do something and fuck more shit up for no reason just to get them back mm. I have a, a additional question <laughs> <laughs> kind of for everyone, but mostly for Jamie, because I mostly want to know what Jamie thinks. <laughs> what do you think about Joe and Ella just not being present in season three? Oh, yeah. I, I hate it. I ask you about that. I hate like, it. Like, they're just I not present. Them. Like, Dean, Dean's, like, soul is in imminent danger, and they're just not around. <laughs> yeah, and they're, like, so present in the big end, like, the end of mm. season two. Like, they're yeah. so important. Yeah, yeah Ellen is that. right on the fucking ground with them. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, where'd gone. she go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like, they're to be fair, they're dealing with the like fact that their roadhouse like fucking blew up. 
Um, mm. Means I have more free time. It's fine. They don't have a Barbie. <laughs> where anymore. are they? <laughs> yeah, but like literally, where are they? Why are yeah. they like living at Bobby's or something? <laughs> yeah, actually, good fucking point. <laughs> That's true. Where, what's your head cannon? What are Joe and Ellen up to? What are they doing? Do they know? Like, do they know about Dean's deal? Ellen, Ellen does because in the the last last episode of season two, or just. No, Does Ellen know? No, she comes in at the she, end. She of comes the... at the end. We don't. Ha- we don't. So Bobby know knows, knows, and then Ellen rocks up afterwards. But they don't talk. Of, only Bobby and Dean talk about. It. They don't talk about it when Ellen's oh, present. Oh shit! But do they even know? I thought I told her, right? Yeah. Like, I, Bobby, like a thing. Do are like Bobby and Ellen? We don't know how close they are. So you're telling me true. that Dean has sold his soul. He's got a year left, and he's like, I'm gonna go visit Lisa who I haven't seen in nine years, but I'm not going to go see Ellen and Joe. To be fair, Ellen would probably rip him a new one. Bobby True. and Ellen and Joe. <laughs> and he does in the episode where we he met Ellen and Joe, uh, like the second episode of season two, they're like Sam and Dean are staying at Bobby's. Like yeah. they're at Bobby's. And then Sam like gets the voicemail and he's like, Let's go. They don't ask Bobby about Ellen at all. Like they just decide to drive to Nebraska. <laughs> He's bad at getting get, collecting information about. They were already at Bobby's. They asked if they could borrow one of his cars, and Bobby was didn't ask where they were going. Didn't ask who they were going to see. Because <laughs> Ellen and weird. Bobby definitely know each other. Like they even if they aren't like friends, they definitely know who each other are. Yeah, yeah. There's a level of trust there. Like they don't question that the other one is there at the end of season two. Hmm. Yeah, the end of season two, they don't really like, like they don't seem like good friends, but they certainly don't seem like strangers. Like they seem not like, like they know each other. Who the fuck are you? Like they're not. It's like, uh, my roadhouse just burned to the ground and I'm in trouble. I guess I'm going to go to Bobby's. Hmm. That's true. They're like, they definitely true. know each other. <laughs> Samity just felt like going for a drive in the stupid minivan. <laughs> <laughs> so does Bobby tell Ellen? I feel like I feel like I don't think he would. I don't think he would either. I don't think he would because but I don't also, think he would think it was are, his thing where to are tell. They if not, like, mm. maybe. Well, because Joe was hunting, right? Like mm. she was off by herself maybe hunting. Yeah, that's how we. Sh- so maybe Ellen. Yeah, maybe. Actually, Joe. We- maybe Ellen just sort of thought the demon's dead. The gates of hell are closed. I like this. It's all done. It's I feel finished, like she was going to go meet up no with Joe. But there were so <laughs> many demons that clearly got out that she would have seen. Yeah. Get out. So, like, I don't feel so like maybe Ellen that's what walked- she's doing. Maybe she's coordinating the rest of the hunting community to, like, maybe deal with these. I mean, like, rebuilding. Bobby's a little preoccupied. Like- so, I guess <laughs> someone has to do it. <laughs> like, rebuilding, rebuilding, you know, those connections and, like, the mm. hunting community. Yeah. And a place for people to go. Like, not only was the roadhouse like a place for like community it was a place for people to be like a lot of these people don't have homes yeah Sam and Dean are homeless like yeah they live out of their car it's actually it's funny because like as much as that is like true and like pretty like apparent I don't think it's really acknowledged that much like they actually like they are they're straight up homeless like we, up to we a certain did an point episode like one of our earliest discussion episodes, I want to say discussion episode two, it started out as being like a like race and policing in mm. Supernatural, but it really did turn into like with the Winchester specifically also like poverty because like yeah. they're literally homeless. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the things that 
We talked a lot about in our episode on um, what is and what should never be in yes. the end of season two. And like, just like the, like when Dean like wants to mow the lawn for Mary and we talked about how yeah. like, it's not actually, it's like, he's never had to mow a lawn. He's never had a lawn to mow. And it's like, yeah, it's a, a chore. No one wants to mow the lawn, but it's like, it's the privilege of having to do that chore because yeah. you have a lawn. thing. That mundane thing yeah. that they yeah. literally never had in their lives. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't mow a lawn unless you have, have a house. lawn. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it's like the same for, you know, we talk about, um, I think it's in, I think it's in Tall Tales. And Sam's complaining about how like Dean's like, I'm like leaving shit everywhere. And he's like a massive slob. Mm-hmm. And it like doesn't make any sense because like, I mean, for Jamie, maybe it's not so obvious, but like later in the series we know that dean is like fucking meticulous about his space and like and like baby for example is like almost always spotlessly clean like unless he can't avoid it not yeah exactly Mm -hmm. because it becomes an indicator of when dean's not doing good like particularly and or when he's not acting himself and so it's like the difference between looking like taking care of a space that is yours and you actually own and can take like pride in versus being in a space that you don't like you don't feel like you are like belong in I guess yeah yeah no I think that's a really really good point like it's and I think we see that even and we see that well as well with like food mm-hmm. um like especially the way that Dean relates to food and oh, I've made so many videos um yeah like podcast episodes about food it's yeah like and the, the relationships the- that they have with food it's mm-hmm. a lot yeah, because like they both have, and I think both of their relationships with food definitely come from that food insecurity. And it's so interesting how like much that's embedded even in like the first couple of seasons. Yeah. Like, you don't actually have to get that far and they don't really like explain it, but it makes so much sense when you know. Honestly, I don't even think it was intentional. I just think no. they thought it was funny to make Dean eat anything that was within eyesight. And then it's like, oh, I actually- didn't think about the implications of and that. And they didn't and think they about did. the implications yeah. of that. They were just like, oh, that's kind of funny. Let's yeah. do that. And to make it like funny that like Sam really wants to like control what the health of the food that he puts in his body Mm -hmm. um, and that they clash over that. Like that's a super interesting thing when you think about them growing up as children and like Dean being responsible for feeding both of them much of the time. And then by consequence, him going hungry a lot. And then, you know, like the implications of Sam, they've both experienced foods insecurity, but in totally different ways. Mm, Different ways. yeah. Yeah. And we're on kind of like a more in-depth, serious, like analysis topic right now. And I do love it, but I do very <laughs> want to bring it back to the crack shit for a second. Please which, do. <laughs> which is Jamie, um, when talking about like the percentiles, I guess, of like demon to human blood ratio, um, <laughs> was talking about like whether or like whether or not Sam should be impacted by things like salt. And I just think it's really interesting that this. Sam prefers low sodium food options. Oh my gosh, because it would be <laughs> like, less like an irritant. Right? Like he would like take a salad over a burger any day. And it's like, that makes sense because it's lower in salt. <laughs> like, and right. It could also, you know how some people are like allergic to things and so, but they, but they don't know they're allergic to so they're eating them. And they're like, oh, this is like spicy. And like, they just think that that sort of food is spicy. Like one of my roommates is allergic to kiwi and didn't know. 
Like they loved Kiwi. They were like, oh yeah, Kiwi just makes everyone's face tingle. And we were like, what are you oh, talking no, about? That's, that's why I don't eat Kiwi. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that's Sam, but with salt. Like he's just sort of like, he eats salt and he's like, oh, like it's just meant to like burn a little. Like, or like yeah, holy like, water yeah, tastes like carbonated body- water. Right. He's like, my body just like doesn't take these, this list of foods very well. It just happens yeah. to be that those are all foods with salt in them. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel healthier with a salad. Well, yeah. buddy, um, <laughs> that might be the demon blood. <laughs> That's amazing. I would not have thought of it that way at all. I mean, once I like zoomed, zoned in on the food insecurity angle, I was like, oh, dang, okay, this is where I just live now. But. <laughs> I love that. That's way funnier. <laughs> well, both of those, both of those can be true. Both yeah, of those can, both be, can, be, true. can be true. They can, you look, we can have both. There's nothing to <laughs> so disprove them as far as I know. Even like in the pilot, like in the pilot, Sam's like immediately like, like I, like Dean's like, do you want like breakfast? And he's got like gas station chips. And <laughs> Sam's like, no, I don't want that for breakfast. <laughs> Yeah, in yeah, like really the didn't. pilot, like it was just so established so early on that, that yeah. like, Sam cared mm-hmm. about diet and Dean did not. <laughs> I think the only the only thing that like could vaguely contradict it is the iconic line from Sam, which is like low sodium free, low sodium free. Which- <laughs> but that's because which- they don't have salt, salt as a at weapon. all. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. Like, what what he's like they're well, and that's like Sam being like these people are 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 not acting like normal people. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like they're acting like me, which means something must be wrong. (laughs) I know I don't eat salt, but like, why do you not eat salt? That's suspicious. Sam's not going to apply that suspicion to himself. (laughs) I don't think anyone has the amount of salt they use in their house. Like in my house, (laughs) I do not have enough salt that if I was getting attacked by a fucking demon to put like, like, I'd be like grinding. I have like a tube of salt. I I would be yeah, but like they use like bags. Like how do you? Yeah. Oh yeah. I could set up one very small salt ring and then stand right (laughs) in the middle of it and be safe as long as a window doesn't open. That that salt ring is just big enough for me. Like it's not big enough for anyone. (laughs) It's just me. It's literally just around my face. Like. And they're always just pulling it out of nowhere. Like the salt is just appearing in like a massive amount out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, none of us are from America. Do you... do Americans just have like bags salt? of salt? Like bags like... of salt? Because like ours comes like whenever you want to buy salt in a canister. It's in a... Ours, yeah, a canister or a little box. Yeah, like a yeah. a box that's like you know. Yeah, for us, like, yeah, the box. Oh, like... I haven't seen one of those boxes in forever. If we get, that's like... what I have salt in. If you have like table salt, it's usually in like. I don't know. It de- I mean, it depends on the quantity you're buying, but like, I don't know about you guys, but like over here, like rock salt is like super mm-hmm. popular. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, here too. So yeah, it's like, like a really small amount. Yeah. <laughs> and so like for like, so you get like a little bag or whatever. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, <laughs> I just, I love this. That one fucking shot. I don't remember what episode it's from or whatever, but it's one of those like really dramatic zooms and it like just zones right in on the fucking bag of salt. And it's just like, it's the funniest fucking thing. Cause it's just, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know the shot that I'm thinking of, but it's just I like, oh, uh, the gif. I'll see if I can find the gif and I'll send it to you because it is the funniest fucking thing I've you ever know seen. What I, do you know what I want to know now? What? Would chicken salt work? Is the salt <laughs> content in chicken salt high enough that chicken salt would work? I mean, work? if you have enough of it, probably. Because like, <laughs> like, I think if it's any any actual, as long as it has actual salt in it, 
Mm. And presumably as long as you have enough of it. Enough of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think in the show, any salt is fine. I've been reading John's journal a lot recently. Oh my God, uh, please share. I tuned into your live stream the other day. <laughs> yeah, it was very enjoyable. And, and um, it, it's specifically um, like very pure salt. So there was like, I think iodized salt doesn't work I in John's journal. I was just going to ask about that because we have okay. iodized, like I That's specifically buy iodized yeah. salt. It has to okay. be like kosher salt. Oh, interesting. <laughs> then I do have salt that would work. Or rock salt. Yeah. Because I, I like, like sea salt, salt personally. Mm. Yeah. I we we get we have iodized salt because I'm a nutrition student, so we have we have fortified <laughs> foods in this house. But <laughs> um, but yeah, well there you go. Let's meet you every day. Cause I would have just used that and then I guess I would have just been screwed. It just would have um, not worked. You'd have been like, why doesn't this salt work? I think in <laughs> the show itself, either. they just use whatever salt they can find. If it's mm. salt, it's good. Jamie just raised an interesting point about like salt-based spices. Like I have like a seasoning salt. Mm, like yeah. is that got enough salt in it? Like it's mostly salt, but like mm. it has other things. Is that I mean, cool? I think as long as again there's enough you can make that ring or that like, line. Montreal steak spice. <laughs> that might be pushing it a little. <laughs> like also those bottles are not very big. <laughs> yeah, my mom gets it from Costco. Oh you right, oh, get- the Costco ones are big. I yeah, just you a little get- red <laughs> ring of <laughs> Montreal steak spice. <laughs> I don't think the salt content is high enough in Montreal steak spice. I don't think so. Okay. Do you, you probably don't have Montreal steak spice. No. <laughs> Canadian thing. I mean, Montreal. That's Canadian okay. We'll steak. have chicken salt. You can have Montreal steak spice. It's fine. We'll. <laughs> um, and, I you know, hopefully a- it'll work. I do have a question, though. And this has just occurred to me. Demons. Like, if you're possessed by a demon, mm-hmm. could you go swimming in the ocean? I mean it feels like not because they I feel like no I feel like the ocean is a big salt ring I think you just get like it just be I think you'd probably just like I don't know if you get stuck but could you cross an ocean you might you might might, like try and probably die at some point burn it'd probably burn you'd probably like not need to not touch it if you touched it what if you like you can't like fly over the ocean but like you can go like down to hell and then pop up in like a different part of earth i feel like that's a lot <laughs> <That's how laughs> you know. go <laughs> like a little groundhog just like tunnel underneath. <laughs> wait that okay i'm really curious about something this is something that might actually be answered in the show i don't know i haven't seen it you know how like de- like devil traps and shit if they like if they're on the ceiling and they walk under they get caught right yeah if yeah. you had a two-story building right and on the second floor you had a salt <laughs> ring would the demons be able to get in the salt ring on the ground floor or would it still hold because it's like above them? I don't think so. Cause usually salt is on the ground. Salt right? or, I think salt yeah. Physical barrier, but it does yeah. raise an interesting question, which is if you have a two story building and there's a demon trap that on the one side, on any floor, can it go through floors or is it very like in the show? I think, I think it's can. more. I think like, it would be really funny. Us? It's like a bug trap. Like you just at any point just walk through it and you just get stuck. And you wouldn't even realize because you'd like look up and be like, what the Yeah, because like they're always putting it on like carpet. So like then there's a physical barrier yeah. or like on the ceiling and it works on the ground. Yeah. So I'd say, yeah, I'd say like yeah. if you have a devil strap and you it have like a multi-story a building, it's like a <laughs> multi-story devil strap. You could catch like four or five demons in one because they'd I all be on that. different floors. You could like <laughs> trick them by, you could like trick them by like painting it on an upper floor and then if they come in the door, like 
you know, be right by the front door. And they yeah. come in the like building and they're immediately trapped because the devil's trapped <laughs> four stories up. Instead of putting salt, just go like up a story and like everywhere there's a window on the ground floor, like do a devil's trap. (laughs) So like if they come in through any entry point, they just get immediately get caught in a devil's trap. We're so much better at this than the freaking Winchesters. Like like, we're fucking smashing this out. To be fair, fair, you know, in a public building might be a little more difficult to do. (laughs) I don't know that we'd be able to do Houses and stuff and... You know what? Like in the dark paint. <laughs> <laughs> Were you gonna say, Beth? I was gonna say this reminds me of that. Like, I don't know if you guys remember. There's like this Tumblr post that went around like forever ago, and it was about how they should have like hula hoops full of salt or like yeah, iron absolutely. rings and stuff. <laughs> and this is really throwing me back to that. <laughs> absolutely, I think about that all the time because I wrote a, a novel about hunters. Like, it's not supernatural fanfic. It's like its own like thing. But I, I immediately that. like. I immediately like went like what's all the things the supernatural fans have said would make their job easier because like yeah. we're just gonna do all of them. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Like, so many things that you could do to just immediately, and they do some of them later mm-hmm. on in the series. They get smarter about some things, but there's yeah. some things where I'm like, you could just, I don't know. Make I would be troll if I was Sam and Dean Winchester, and I knew that there was supernatural forums on the internet. <laughs> I would be lurking <laughs> in those resources. <laughs> Use your yeah. reason. Well, like, like the fact that silver, like the fact that the amount of times they come up to a, a monster that needs to be killed by silver and they don't, mm-hmm. don't have silver on them. I'm like, yeah. why do you not just like have silver on you at all times? There's enough right? monsters where that's necessary. Like, why don't you, I don't know, have a necklace that's got a little silver. D- I don't know. Or like, like the ghost facers exist. Like the ghost facers exist, which means that there must be other people out there who have like accidentally stumbled upon the supernatural and also have web presence. Like, mm-hmm. And Sam's a little nerdy little dude, likes to be on the forums. So yeah, yeah. And it's do you know what's so funny? Is that like silver, like you know how you can buy like antimicrobial socks or whatever because they like stop the smell and stuff. Mm. Th- the reason that that works is because there's silver in them. Like that's the antimicrobial thing in those garments is silver. I want to see so- them use socks. <laughs> <laughs> like you can just like any of that antimicrobial clothing, it's all got silver in it. That's how it works. So literally any of all that all you have to do is bump up all then you have to do is yeah, like, like bump if you up brush them or anything like it's <laughs> like that would i work. wish crosses worked more in supernatural like the way mm. that they do in buffy i feel like that yeah. would have been so much more fun yeah have you finished buffy i have not finished buffy i'm oh, on okay. season six. <laughs> oh, okay so you're like fair and my way through yeah I, I'm watching Buffy and Angel together and I just got to a point of Angel where I'm like, okay, I know that I will like this if we just get past this point. <laughs> yeah, Buffy, uh, just... Angel's got some points like that, but it's worth yeah. it. Yeah. I have never seen Angel. Mm-hmm. I never bothered. Angel. From like, I love Angel. So from good. memory, there is like a plot point in Angel that is like very similar to a plot point in Supernatural that they don't actually end up going through yeah. with. The, the ocean thing i don't know how else to if you know what i'm talking yeah, about i know what you're talking about it's been a long time since i've seen angel but i know what you're talking about that's like i don't of, know if i know one of the person who got me into supernatural also watched like buffy and angel and i watched buffy but never watched angel and i remember them telling me about this plot point and then we got to that part of supernatural i was like oh this feels familiar somehow <laughs> it's like oh it's because it's the same oh yeah yeah 
Oh, no, okay. I'm actually a little bit sad that I started a supernatural podcast and didn't start a Buffy podcast. Although now I'm listening to a great Buffy podcast, so it's fine. <laughs> Which one are you listening to? Buffering the Vampire Slayer. Oh, I love that title. Um, That's great. Really good. It's there's a great. few really good ones out there. Um, I just I knew that one. I knew one of the hosts because they did a Veronica Mars podcast, and I love <laughs> Veronica Mars. Nice. Yeah. That's another one that I haven't seen, actually. Oh, we might be able to do Veronica Mars after this then. <laughs> yeah, do Veronica Mars. Because that's like, actually that's one that I can like get into after my leverage. <laughs> yeah. Because that's my When issue, you run out of leverage episodes, that we sh- that's what you should do. <laughs> leverage is, like, very much not, like, supernatural at all in that it doesn't really have, like, overarching plots. Like, it has overarching plots, but they're, like, not as highly involved as Supernatural's <laughs> um, overarching plot. So it's like, I'm like, oh, do you have any theories on this? And it's like, it doesn't really matter because like at the end of the day, pretty well all the episodes like stand on their own. Like they're not, they're like kind of what they say on the tin, you know, like they're not. Veronica right. Mars is one of the only shows that I think has an equally bad ending to Supernatural in some oh, ways. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's pretty uh, uh, that's a- And it's, it, they did it to themselves because they, they made the season four <laughs> finale so bad that they didn't get renewed for season five so it just ends on the bad thing oh that's oh, no that's and then they, like, they just and i themselves. hated the reboot <laughs> oh god it's well, all bad i'm not gonna lie part of actually i say part of the primary reason that i asked jamie if she wanted to do this podcast with me was because after the season 15 finale I was so incensed <laughs> and like all of the shit that came out afterwards, like not just the finale, but like the ensuing drama and like all of the bullshit that came out afterwards. I, we would catch up and it would just be me just being pissed. <laughs> and I said, and like, That's why I make a lot there, of like 15, 20 jokes because this is all of like the spoilers <laughs> I have. Cause she sat there ranting for like 10 hours about 15, 20. And so it was a lot of Jamie sitting there going, yeah, like, I get it. It was bad. Like, I get it. It was bad. And I was like, you will never understand how bad you unless you watch it. You and so like, oh, wait, I was like, I've got a did? great idea. <laughs> how about you watch it? <laughs> Honestly, iconic. Icon. So you know how I'm like, oh, I could traumatize these characters more. Beth is just like, oh, I could traumatize you. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's really just give and take the natural progression. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. The problem with podcasting is that it's addictive. Yeah. Yep. Um, (laughs) I have several other ideas and I'm like, I no, Mm -hmm. you're not allowed. You Mm -hmm. need to finish one, you know, finish one podcast before you start another one. Um Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) Jamie at the end of season three has like obviously like there's a lot of questions that she has and I'm like trying to assure her I'm like you will get answers by mid-season four this will make a lot more sense um I promise your series will will I just wish they'd given us literally anything up to this point it just like it feels like we've got nothing it's like they hadn't figured out any of that shit at this point they were just throwing stuff at the wall for the first three seasons they were (laughs) procrastinating dealing with it they were like they were like we'll we'll just drop later well, it's like, you know, they're like, we'll just drop a million Skittles and then yeah. we'll pick up the ones we feel like. Yeah. When we feel But like. the issue is then they still have like 900,000 Skittles <laughs> on the fucking floor. On the ground, yeah. Oh, and, and they're just going to keep dropping them. It's like, yeah, yeah this doesn't end. And people are just walking <laughs> over them and they're making a mess and like none of it really makes sense. And unfortunately, a lot of the Skittles they dropped are more interesting than the Skittles they really picked up. And- <laughs> they're the better oh, yeah. flavors of yeah. Skittles. Yeah. That reminds me, I have a thing to ask, 
to ask Abigail about the vote, but that's not for today. <laughs> it's like a season 12 thing. Okay. So it's very much not for tonight. <laughs> no, I, I'm very excited to get Jamie into season four. And did you guys see that the prequel got picked up? They've been put to a yeah. series. Yeah. Yeah. Ha- <laughs> I'm really excited because I never watched I never watched any of Supernatural live oh, um, oh. at any point. A- so I'm really excited. I am terrified. It's a trip. I will say it's a trip. Um <laughs> I can't believe you guys didn't watch 1518 live. Cause let me tell you. I was actively trying not like not to be spoiled because I was on about season 14, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was on my like, and, hiatus from Supernatural. Yeah. Time. Yeah. But like, I still had a sense. I was like, there's something happening. I don't want to look and see what it is, but something is happening. Well, and I got spoiled for it like the day it happened. So then I like was on the internet seeing it all unfold the next few weeks. So that was like sort of the kicker point. But yeah, I think I... I think I might have had it spoiled for me between then and when I actually watched. But mm-hmm. I think I only saw like one post about it. Like it was well after good. the fact. And honestly, I kind of didn't think it was real. Really? Because yeah, really 15, 18, and, real. and suddenly my timeline on Tumblr that had been like my like dashboard and Tumblr that had been like maybe 1% supernatural previously. And 1% was me. Was, <laughs> was suddenly like 90% fucking supernatural. I was like, because anyone who had been into Supernatural at any point any was point. like, yeah. oh, we need to now. Yeah. Oh, oh, we, I've been, I've been summoned. <laughs> we, yeah. I went back to her. <laughs> the only, yeah, the last time I watched live was the end of season nine. That's the last time I watched any Supernatural yeah. live. No, wow. I, so we get it because of the time difference. I think it comes like eight nine like PM for the US, yeah. and we get it. Like, so it's, like, it's like twelve o'clock during the day our time. So I'm always at work or uni or like <laughs> whatever, and so <laughs> my friends and I we were like, okay, we cannot like from eleven AM. We are not allowed to go on online. Like that was like our rule because we watched it live together. We come home and we we watch it on like the CW catch up or whatever, mm-hmm. and so we uh we were like okay can't go online and then we got a message from one of our actually my other roommate who used to watch because they had been online because they weren't watching anymore and they were like I'm so sorry uh just be prepared and we were like what the we just got a cryptic warning that <laughs> they were like don't go online I'm so <laughs> sorry and we were like what like, are you how talking bad about? could it be and how bad right? could it be yeah and and so we were like, okay. And so we got to the end of the evening and we were like, all right, because Supernatural is so dark, you can't watch it until it gets dark. And because it was November, like for us, well, yeah, November for us, it doesn't get dark until like getting on for 10 p.m. So oh, no. we're like waiting for it to be dark enough that we can put it on in the house and be able to see the screen. And um, so we had to wait and we were watching it. And I shit you not, when it got to like the confession point, I like literally we both screamed and my partner with her at the time was in the other room and he came running and he's like what what like thinking someone had died and we were like they're gay they're gay <laughs> it's like what are you talking about I love we were that. having an election party like oh, shit. Uh, my roommates and I not like a party 
but like yeah. you know we live in Canada so we just get to like watch the like American elections go down like it's like Super Bowl or something yeah um so yeah. we like you know like <laughs> we order pizza and we sit in like my roommate's room and we were watching yeah um I watching the election results well. come in I mean, they mm-hmm. didn't come in for two more days because they came in on my birthday two days later. Oh, happy birthday. Uh, yeah, I, I now share my birthday <laughs> I mean, week with the Dusty Yellow anniversary. So, you know, that's, <laughs> that's just going to get good. dragged up pretty good. forever. I, I, I didn't have a great reaction to the Dusty Yellow anniversary this year. I think by next year I'll be more ready for it. But, like, I yeah. had a very, like, strong emotional reaction this year that I wasn't anticipating. I thought it was yeah. going to be a day of, like love and I was just very bitter about it I felt very mixed that whole week there were parts yeah, of the yeah. week where I was like I am really feeling good about this and then there were parts of the week where I was like this I have mixed opinions yeah, I think I was I was expecting the positive emotions that came with that moment mm-hmm. and like a year like looking back on it a year later I wasn't anticipating any like negative emotions so like when they came yeah. Like, I was oh. unprepared to deal with them. <laughs> I know. That's why I like made a bonus episode about it. Cause I was like, I'm having a lot of feelings that I need to talk about them. Yeah. And I think like part of it was like, because the reason that my like roommate had said, like, I'm so sorry was because she hadn't been watching the show and she was like, Oh, like we, we know what happened. She knew what happened to Cass. And she was like, Oh my God, you know, and me and my other roommate were like, no, this is great because they've set it up. Like he's going to come back. Like there's two, ep- obviously. Like, there's two left. we are in a perfect, like, this is the perfect. You're we like, were like, it's the, the thing book we didn't think ending do. to end all book endings. Like if you think oh, yeah. about, we were like, this is beautiful. This is going to be amazing. We were better than we could pumped as hell. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. We we're like, are you kidding? This is our dream scenario. What are you doing? Also, this about? is supernatural. Everyone <laughs> dies Everyone a million times. Yeah. This means literally nothing in terms of finality. Yeah. And so like we went into the next episode and we were like, all right, they didn't address it. Okay. That's fine. There's an episode left. What else is there to address? They've solved every that's other the problem. Only thing that's not- Literally solved every other And we problem. were like, well, so this episode is just going to be re- resolving that. And then like the, you know, the final goodbye, like montage, whatever they Right into doing. the sunset or whatever yeah, they decided. But they did in the previous and then, episode. <laughs> and then like, you should like, have known it wasn't coming. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. And so like, I, yeah, like I love 1518, but like, mm-hmm. like and at the time I was fucking thrilled through them, like over the Everyone moon. was. And then just the, but the crashed afterwards. And now I can't watch it without thinking about the fact that it's never resolved. And like, it's so annoying. I like, yeah, I've only watched it a couple of like a handful of times, honestly, mm -hmm. because of that. Like I also, like I didn't watch it live, but my best friend called me (laughs) who never calls me without warning. Best calls me and goes like, it's Ken. And I'm like, (laughs) And I'm what? like hanging out with friends, like watching. Like, I think I like sorry, Destiel did what now? And then I was like on the on the internet for the next couple of weeks, and I yeah. hadn't caught up, so I didn't watch the finale live. Mm. But I was like what, following what was happening, and yeah, that let letdown was like super. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I no doubt of that conversation because I can't relate. <laughs> That's okay. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, did we want to maybe bring it back to something that Jamie can talk right. about? Yes. <laughs> yes. For her birthday bonus episode. <laughs> um, Jamie wanted to talk about uh, 3.15. Yeah, I'm not finished ranting. Like we ranted in that episode for like an hour and a half about that episode. I'm not finished ranting. Would you like to join us for some more ranting? 
if you don't I would love that um, but I would also like a quick yeah a synopsis of the episode yeah, I was like, I'm it, gonna pull up the time episode. is on my side is the episode title it's the one where they have the doctor who has done some sort of science yes. thing to get eternal life the Frankenstein oh yeah I think his name is Doc Benton it's a Sarah yeah. Gamble yeah. episode yeah he is both the doctor and the monster yeah <laughs> It is insane because instead of just doing the, oh, he accidentally stumbled upon some dark magic thing, they decide to go, oh, no, it's just weird science. And then never explain it. And the then they never explain it. <laughs> I think he's a witch. I think he's a witch. I think that's I what it is. It's gotta be something weird. It's I mean, not science. That's not how science I, works. That's in Thank year you. one of John Strudel. <laughs> Like oh, is John it? is dealing with Doc Benton in like 1983 or 84. It's so early. I was oh my shocked. God. Yeah, that's like, like isn't that wasn't Sam born in 83 mm-hmm. yeah it's like oh, one of it's one of the first cases in John's journal like but huh. I thought John didn't get into hunting until after Mary died no it well, was it's just like it was 83, 83. It, yeah yeah so like just late Sam was six months late Sam's 83 oh, okay so six months so it's probably one of the first cases he did yeah so John you know John is hunting pretty significant things like literally immediately immediately. also also might explain why he didn't do as good of a job as he thought he did (laughs) because he's like did not have any much time to learn (laughs) i have a fucking question all right so here's the thing uh this is i hate john we all know this yeah we all hate john here this is an anti-john yes it is (laughs) (laughs) um okay so the thing is that john cut out the guy's heart right and he just mm-hmm. goes, yeah, that didn't work. I just put a new one in. Now, I have so many questions about this. One, if taking out What'd his heart- What'd you do in heart, the meantime? <laughs> if taking out his heart didn't kill him, why does he need to put a new one in? Right. And if he did need, if he did need to put a new one in, how did he how? do that without a heart? How? Yeah. And what I want to know, okay. So, the, okay. He's harvesting organs from like people or whatever fucking all right fine <laughs> fine i'll my my belief is suspended right yeah. but it's a super how does he operate on himself like is he right you know, like is he lying on a table with a mirror above him like looking into <laughs> his own chest cavity <laughs> stitching in this new fucking heart like at this point i'm like i'm sorry it makes Ms. more Gamble. sense to like find I, a partner <laughs> i'm just so I'm like I can't That's I can't take it. it's the true. dumbest fucking thing and this show does some dumb shit that this, is this is near the top of the list that is <laughs> one thing I will say in John's defense um in this particular case is there is a point when John learns more about something vaguely zombie related where he's like "Ooh, that makes me think about that Doc Benton thing like maybe we should have done like x y or z and then he's like but I'm sure it's fine is basically what he's going <laughs> <laughs> so he like almost I, almost yeah. self-corrects a possible mistake and then yeah, goes he's like nah. we learned this he's like i learned this new piece of information remember this case i worked maybe we should have did this well it seemed like that other like it seemed like what we did worked so it's probably fine <laughs> <laughs> what gets me though is this doctor right so he's like stealing bits from people to be able to like continue on his insanely long life that he doesn't seem to do anything with, by the way. Like he's not actually, he he steals like a heart from one dude and like some skin from a lady. And then he steals like a kidney from one why dude. Not, like, why not just steal it all from the same person? Hmm. 
It's not very. Why is he stealing like how... one thing from one person? Why like not what just you like need the person a, he stole the heart from? Steal everything from. Like, what was that? Sorry, Kevin. I guess it's like what you need. Like what? Like what's worn out when? In, in this episode, in the space <laughs> of like this one week, he kills like know, four he kills people. People. It's like if just, you need yeah, to just replace all everything. of those things, why not just take them all from the one person? Yeah, he's like for for the fact that he's like survived as long as he has, he's not super smart. And like the no. thing the thing that gets me is like his face is like four different people's worth of skin. Why not just steal an entire face from somebody? That's a good point. <laughs> right, like, you know, like, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be, you know, taking other people's bodies, at least you know, be like effective use of resources. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I actually, I mean, I find Doc Benton, like, the, the, like, idea of a Doc Benton, like, actually, like, somewhat scary, but, like, now I, mm. now I'm just gonna be picturing him trying to operate on himself. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious, right? honestly. It's it does very kind of Especially because, like, in a mirror, everything's backwards, too, yeah. so, like, then, yeah. <laughs> That's why he ends up having to, like, use multiple people, is because he fucks it up the first time, yeah. and he's like, oh, I can't use this organ anymore. I accidentally stabbed the kidney instead of, like, putting it in. <laughs> it, it does make me think of a plot from oh god was it season 10 season 10 with the the stein family that's, thing oh yeah yeah, that's stein. Mm. yeah and like that's like the most similar but like at least that's a group like at least they they're not operating on themselves like they yeah, have someone other else people. to do it like <laughs> yes no i have no usually usually sarah gamble episodes are like they make at least a little bit of sense. Yeah, this one, I don't know, is just... They just needed They just needed one last ditch attempt to save Dean's life. Mm. Like, was a different way than they had already tried. Yeah. They were yeah. just throwing shit at the wall. Yeah. Can you imagine Dean, Dean had gone for that? Like, let's just picture an alternate supernatural <laughs> where Dean, like, is on board with that plan. <laughs> and the next, like... 12 seasons of Supernatural are just them, like, harvesting organs yeah <laughs> like every fourth episode is like oh, this kidney's gone guess I need a new it's so it's like <laughs> it's Supernatural like, cross with like the Santa Clarita diet they're like okay where yeah. can we ethically source these organs <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't it doesn't like it never really could have worked because like he could never he's still well also he's still like the hellhounds would still come like yeah. just because you replaced organs doesn't mean they won't come for you mm-hmm. like what are they gonna like be like oh that's not him anymore he's got the face he is yeah he's got the someone else's eyeball really soul like even if you like fix his body like it's his soul that is in hell it's no longer mm-hmm. there yeah to yeah because yeah his when he dies like his body isn't taken to hell it's his like his body is there ripped to shreds yeah, I mean, what do you need a sadly. body for exactly 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 Exactly. oh actually so yeah so nothing about this big size the logic of it is very very dicey which leads me to my ultimate theory doc benton's one of the special children and eternal life is one of his skills (laughs) honestly more realistic than what they do in the episode actually i'm i'm willing to go down that whatever the fuck they did i'm willing to explain a lot of different characters as special children you all heard my Ash theory. Can't my work out how the fuck it happened. Yeah. Special child. Yeah, yeah no, that's my like. Uh, my, they oh, have my one niche around. power. That's it. Yeah, Ash is a special child. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, Missouri could be a special yeah. child. Literally, yeah. 
Um, actually, and that, that's where the previous generations come in. Like they just wasn't sure enough would have been with like He didn't have enough of a selection yet. So he was like, yeah. I'm not going to host the Hunger Games yet. I don't have enough children for it. Yeah, actually, this does, right time. this does mm-hmm. remind me of another theory of Jamie's that I can't remember again if it comes under your actual theory or batshit theory. But you have Sometimes them. they're both. <laughs> Sometimes they're both. Um, it comes under hell and the passage of time. Oh, yes. So I had a theory early in season three. You know how they're all like, oh, how are you certain that what you brought back is 100% pure sand? Mm-hmm. Literally a quote from the show. Sad that I can do that. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I had a theory that maybe what happened isn't that they, what they brought back wasn't Sam or that like, you know, they missed the part of him or like something had been replaced or whatever. But instead he had actually like, time passes quicker in hell so like yes he was only down in hell for like a day or whatever but that day actually equated to like six years and so he like his soul's been tortured for six years in hell and when he got brought back he's now different because he's actually been tortured for six years even if he doesn't actually remember it or if he's not sharing it or if he's not sharing it he's actually been He's still his body. Like there's something about the time has passed and it's showing up. Yeah, not well, like they've shown way. that trauma has an impact on biochemistry. So, so there's a chance that Sam yeah. had experiences in hell that yeah. have changed, and that's why they're like something seems off about Sam yeah. when he comes back. That was kind of her, and especially more- considering the information we get later on, which is that demons are essentially just humans who are being tortured to the breaking point. Where they're no longer which, humans, they're now demons. Which then so would what mean if he's that like you would still be changing part of the way to demon. Right. Cause something because there actually has been enough time passed that it's yeah. something about because okay, like, only a, a day passed on away. earth or whatever, but like you know, hell, hell is eternal. Mm. And so how do you measure like eternal time? Because like if you think about like a day on yeah. earth, we measure it by like how like the rotation around the sun. Yeah. But like if hell sure. is not more than that's a earth, year, but the the the, the a complete rotation on earth's (laughs) axis (laughs) like drawing drawing a circle in the air on our video (laughs) like people on the on the uh podcast can hear it yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) this happens a lot we'll like use hand motions and i'm like this is so that's why i want to start using zoom when we start recording season Mm -hmm. three because i feel like yeah we need to see people's faces and (laughs) body language and but yeah, so, like, obviously, like, we measure time based on, like, Earth's rotation and, like, the movement around the sun and stuff. But, like, hell is not, like, I would argue that hell is not, like, of Earth. I would argue that hell is, like, it's like a, a different place. Yeah. yeah. He- heaven as well. Like, and, I, and any other, like, spaces, like, that Jamie hasn't, like, come across yet. Like, I would argue that they're, like, hell, heaven, purgatory are the three in most, that I can and think in of. Most yeah. so- in most stories, that's true. Like, that's a pretty yeah. common, like, trope for, like, heaven or hell to have a different time frame a different mm-hmm. way of measuring time like whether it's slower or faster know about how time works in heaven so we know that how do we know how in heaven is it no we don't, don't think I so think so hell we get a like, bit more context heaven, well, I, mean, I don't think we do doesn't sam lose the party city when he goes to heaven <laughs> so like <laughs> does time go backwards in heaven <laughs> and he's suddenly young and has hair again yeah, there does seem to be um 
there's some things that you don't know yet jamie that will sort of i have a theory but i can't say it because okay i'm I'm like why that why sam loses the party city wig very specifically but i can't say i can't that's the thing i'm most excited to present in my slideshow it's the party city (laughs) do you have a whole slide on the party city wig i almost i almost forgot to include a photo Oh, like it genuinely that tragic. That's essential, essential content. Yeah. That was the whole reason the slideshow happened was because of the party city wig. I love that. <laughs> I was like, I was just, just going to tell Sam her. <laughs> and then I was like, no, because like, how do you explain the party city wig without like, you have looking to see at it. it. You, you need have to visuals. see it. I knew it's amazing the, party city wig. the amount of free advertising party cities getting a <laughs> this fucking wig. Like I we don't, don't even have good party city in Australia, but like, you bet your ass we know about it. <laughs> it's not no. good advertising um true the point like, is that it's old bad. press is good press that's, yeah. <laughs> i don't know if when when it comes to supernatural if all press yeah is that's good actually press. a very good most point. of the press <laughs> seems pretty bad <laughs> i want there to be less I mean, press so many companies have cashed in on supernatural over the years literally <laughs> Yeah. At this point, I think I would pay companies to stop talking about Honestly, Supernatural. Honestly, I think the only anything company that I... hasn't cashed in on Supernatural is the CW. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only one that's like, you know what? We don't think that this is worth it. We, we, no, we're not going to. There's no way to make money off of this shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, the CW. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you were like trying to come up with a sentence there and you just kind of went, no, because I'm, I'm one of the few people on this planet who are still watching Riverdale every week. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm behind several episodes, but I was watching up until like, I just I haven't really gotten around what? to it. Please tell me what the fuck is happening. I watched Riverdale, the first I, season and then I quit. Literally, um, honestly, seen, you like, watched the season. only season that was a manageably real plot. Yeah, yeah. The, the, sometimes I come across there's this one guy on TikTok who like he does this whole thing where he's like, "I watch Riverdale, so you don't have to," and he like sums that's up great, the episode. And like I come trend. across him every now and again, and I'm like, he could tell me anything, and I would believe him. Like I have no yes. frame of reference. Like, I watched the first where season I've been behind, and I genuinely like have come across videos like that, and I've been like, that can't be real. And then I get <laughs> caught up, and I'm like, damn it, that guy was right. <laughs> they lost me at the murder genes. I like I heard about that and I was like surely not surely that's a joke <laughs> oh this it's I no, it's I love not. watching that show like just watching it like late before I go to bed Daniel and I will watch it and he will very patiently let me just like sometimes when I'm having like a, a day like <laughs> I have an hour lunch break so <laughs> my <laughs> My and I work in my bedroom. Right. <laughs> so. Sorry, my favorite like plot line of the last couple of seasons, or not, no, not even plot line, my favorite scene mm-hmm. to describe to people. Like I told my brother this because he was like gonna watch it. And I was like, <laughs> well, you, the only scene you need to know about from this season is that there's a scene where two characters literally have sex on a pile of money. And it's not oh, yep. played as a it's not played as a joke. It's played yeah, it's entirely like serious. They're like, they're yeah. like, we're trying to make this sultry and sexy. Oh, and they're literally man. just having sex on a pile of money. And then the, when you know the two characters that it is, it gets 10 times funnier. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I don't think I... <laughs> and the other thing is, at the, like, we're Australian. So, so I'm picturing Australian money, which is like bright pink <laughs> and bright red no, and like bright no, it's American. And I bright wish pink. it was Canadian or Australian money because then it would just be like colorful. 
yeah. Some, yeah. I was thinking about coins. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> that seems risky no, for other reasons. That yeah. seems like a bad idea. Yeah. yeah, and I've got you know that fucking TikTok sound that's like my money don't jiggle jiggle. It- <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, basically, uh, they're just leaning. They're really leaning into it being off the rails this season, and I think that's the best thing that they could have done. Honestly, honestly it's made it watchable. It's in- kind of working. Like, it kind of comes all the way around to watchable again. There was a while yeah. where it was like just ridiculous enough that it was like unbelievable, mm-hmm. but not ridiculous enough that it was like enjoyable. And there was a while where it kind of sat there and it was like, I was like, I don't know if I want to keep watching the show. And then it went full weird. They're stealing and- plots out of the Avengers, um, oh. out of Avengers Endgame more than Supernatural did in the finale. Like in the like last like- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have Everybody's got superpowers, it's a good time. <laughs> yeah, you're like, we are, are we a superhero show? I don't even think Riverdale has any idea what it is other what than is that. genre of Riverdale? And is what do they want? Its own genre. Like, it's like yes. you know how they say Taylor Swift is just the music industry. Yeah, is this the? <laughs> yeah, Riverdale is I just the CW. Riverdale is just the CW. That's what Riverdale I don't is. really want to like spoil things for Abigail, but basically, like recently, <laughs> like in the last episode or two, they basically said like Jughead's destined to die. And I mean, that's not really a spoiler. Wait, it's wait. not the first so it's time. season three of the, the CW last... Supernatural. The, the last... <laughs> Riverdale's just stealing from itself from itself in the past. The last it's like, thing... we need something. Let's go 11, let's go 14 years ago and steal something. They're like, look, it worked for Supernatural. We'll see. <laughs> I, so the, the next thing... step is a gay angel, right? <laughs> the last thing I heard about. You don't even know. What were you, what were you gonna say, KJ? <laughs> what were you gonna say? I want to hear what Beth has to say first, but then I, I'll say. I was gonna say the last thing I heard about Riverdale, like about Jughead particularly, was that like he was somehow like the Chuck equivalent. Like he had to write the comics to stop the world from ending. So that how was like they, half a season ago. Yeah, that was that was like the last plotline I finished. I've like watched. I'm I, that's so I'm just going to look and see how many episodes I am ahead. Behind. Those were the River Vale episodes that were the first five episodes of this <laughs> season. Took place in an alternate. <laughs> we have a different podcast that is just you guys trying to explain this show like i won't watch it but i'll listen to the synopsis i tried to i like i spent the first like three episodes of that river veil arc being like can i try and find a way that this makes any sort of logical sense or like can i guess where they're going with this and then and then they were just like jk bye-bye it's gone (laughs) like I'm gonna do my best to explain. Okay, so I've seen up to episode seven, KJ. For reference, KJ, I've seen okay. two episodes after the Rivervale ended. There will be some spoilers here then, but um, That's okay. I, I, I don't, really a, don't care. I made a tweet a few episodes ago that was like the CW missed like supernatural so much that they're turning Riverdale into supernatural, <laughs> and that's because currently everyone's getting superpowers, and uh, there's this Special character named Kate. Yeah, which is, yeah, basically special children. And there's this character named Tabitha Tate. She's Jughead's new girl. Um, she's okay. great. We love her. Okay. Um, but she can time travel. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she... Since when? <laughs> <laughs> Four episodes behind. Uh, it's new. It's new. So, okay. So she's... So she time traveled ahead and she found out that the apocalypse is imminent. <laughs> And then they're all my shit. <laughs> 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 
in that same episode, she traveled back in time. <laughs> um, and she kept getting stuck because she had just like developed this power. Like it was her first day with the powers and she accidentally traveled back in time. She kept getting stuck at different like culturally significant moments. Oh, she did. Riverdale did some... <laughs> Where like Archie grows old and goes to war or some shit. Oh yeah, no, that's that's yeah, yeah. not. No, they just like time jump He's seven good. years and he spent he spent those seven years like in the military and then come back and then it's a whole it's yeah. Archie's He's fine. I can write He's essays fine. about char- Archie's character. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So yes. Tabitha she accidentally time travels back to like the 1950s. Of course she does. And, she, end well. and, she, and then she's stuck. Like, it's her first time ever time traveling. She didn't know she could do this. Okay. And I mean, now she's not, suddenly stuck. That happens. Yes. Sure. And, and she, she gets stuck. And all of a sudden, Jughead is here. And she's like, what is happening? And he's like, I'm not actually Jughead. I'm an angel. So. No. No. <laughs> and then at the end of the we find out that the apocalypse is imminent. And then basically the... <laughs> And then basically every time she time travels for the rest of the episode, a different like then in the next one it was Betty, and the next one it was Tony. Like everybody was this angel, but it was the same angel every time. They just looked like a different person. So we're talking angels and vessels, and like yeah. <laughs> angels in human bodies. Like, but otherwise, okay. they had all of these actors contracted for every episode of the season, and they had to use them all. <laughs> but they were just using them all as like because she was time traveling so yeah. they were just using them as like past residents like yeah because otherwise there's no like reason the for them to be are. there and then they're getting paid for an episode they're not in so they were like we have to make them work horrible. in this episode so they were like let's just bring them in and then yes. basically at the end of the episode Tabitha's like I've traveled back to like I mean maybe it was the next episode after that Tabitha's like totally did like the Doctor Strange thing from and from like Infinity War mm-hmm. where She's like, I've traveled through, I think she's done like 1,382 versions of the future oh and they only God. win in two of them. And I'm like, is that? And they, they literally were like, hmm, um, who's watched Supernatural recently and who's watched Marvel recently and how can we just combine the two how can we and call it enough, Riverdale? How can we it steal enough so different un- pieces that we're not technically <laughs> Yeah, literally. It's not we technically just a copyright movie. infringement. <laughs> We just took angels from one and and time travel and like this and that. And we just kind of like pasted it all together. I'll see if I can find my tweet. It was hilarious. (laughs) Every time you tweet about Riverdale, I like get so excited. Every time you tweet about Riverdale, I think it's hilarious. The only reason I'm honestly still doing this is I listen to a Riverdale podcast where two like adults watch and like comedians watching Riverdale. And they've been, they've been covering it since like season one and two, like, they I, they loved it and like were enjoying the show and then like they're just like well we're we're we committed to a podcast so I guess we're here for as weird as this is gonna get so they're like we started out as a serious podcast discussing Riverdale and now we are a comedy podcast now we're here roasting we don't Riverdale. know what's happening there's a chance that that's what any Winchester prequel pod is gonna end up being like like we're aware of this right like if we oh, could yes. yeah. you can start out being like oh yeah this is all right and then then you've committed. Oh. We are we are definitely doing this thing and we are doing it regardless of how it turns out. Yes. Be, yeah. You know what? <laughs> we are here to cover. We are here to give you cool. We're here, maybe not quality content. We're here to give you content, <laughs> content about every episode of the Winchesters. I mean, it'll probably be higher quality content than the actual episode. So, well, we're, we'll see. We'll fucking see. <laughs> we'll just do, we'll just do, we'll just do, um, we'll take it down to the studs. Every episode. 
and come up with our better ideas. <laughs> so we'll be like, we didn't like this, this, and this. Here's how we can fix it. It's going to be really interesting because by the time it's airing, we're probably going to have just about finished recording like seasons four or five. And so I'm going to be really interested to see like having, having that fresh in my mind, like how it holds up. Yeah. Um, I think that's actually in some ways the ideal time to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like in terms of where you were, where we're at with supernatural rewatches for our shows. Yeah. We're going to be like going into season four. Yeah. At the start of the year. Like at the start of 2023. Yeah, because when is it? When is it? Do we have? We know roughly when. We don't. I don't think we have a date. I'm not sure anything because they've only just been announced that they've been picked up a series. So it depends which which slot they get. Yeah, and it depends on like sort of I guess how prepared they've been in advance. Like, have they written beyond the pilot, or because they may have like they may have like a an idea of this is the structure that we would want. This is the overarching, but have they actually written? Have they actually like nailed out those specifics? Because yeah. Also, just when are the actors available to actually film? And when and where are they going to film? Mm. Because they yeah. filmed the pilot in the States, but are they going to go back and try film in Canada yeah. again? Like, because that's where the CW films a lot, and that's... Yeah, it's like where there are, like, lots and stuff are. But, the, you have... know, or, like, where the show... But, I mean, it's not CW, so, like, maybe mm. they won't. But also, like, maybe they will because they're familiar and have probably lots of connections. And it yeah, will, that's like, the other look thing. More yeah. similar, and it will look more similar to Supernatural if you film it in Vancouver. Mm. And do they want that or do they not want... Like, who knows? I'm really interested. I hope it's, they do. It's hard. I'm really interested to see how similar it is to, like the the episode near the beginning of season four where we get like I'm interested to see how similar the Jamie's face right now is (laughs) Um, (laughs) but like I'm interested to see like if it's like if it could slot in there like if it would look out of place in comparison to that episode I'm assuming it probably won't fit I'm assuming that as well. I'm expecting visually that it will feel very different. Yeah. And I'm not, yeah. I think, I think that's, cool. I think that in some ways will give it a better chance of being successful. If yeah. The photos that like, we got photos like when they wrap filming of like the graveyard or something, mm-hmm. the graveyard yeah. and like, you know, just like the photos that like they posted, like while they were filming and stuff like that. To me, I don't know if that's like the vibe that they're going for. Like that's a very different vibe than like, I think supernatural like i don't know to me it almost has like more of like a like i don't want to say like western like cowboy vibe but like it kind no, of no i actually 100 percent agree <laughs> like that was the thought that i had when i was looking at those photos and i was like why does this feel almost like the episode with uh with the phoenix like yeah <laughs> i don't know if yeah. if yeah which i think was what yeah, like no. season six six yeah. i want to say Five yeah yeah, I'm cur- very curious. Oh, season six. It's definitely season six. Mm. I just remember mm-hmm. what they needed that for. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. No, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely season six. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Just sort of on the back of Riverdale. So. <laughs> I love how which, far we've strayed. Phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, KJ, were you finished explaining Riverdale or do you have any other points? That- <laughs> I feel like, unless you had like a specific question, I feel like that, like. Uh, there's no way to explain Riverdale concisely. Okay. <laughs> we need so, a whole different podcast. For have that. you guys? Well, look, that's a possi- that's a very real possibility at this stage. <laughs> have you guys heard of a show called Round the Twist? 
Oh, or is this no. okay? This is it's a, an Australian. This thing. is Australian children's media. And when I tell you that when I hear about Riverdale, my first thought is like, this is the adult American version of Round the Twist. Round the Twist is like, it's we used to watch it in school, and I don't know why. I don't or know how they let that happen. <laughs> I I literally followed the Round the Twist TikTok account, and I am gonna send y'all. <laughs> Yeah, send it to me so I can like binge through it later. Yes, <laughs> that sounds incredible. It's insane. It's the most like memorable, the early nineties or something. The most memorable episode for me is one in which a character eats a fish. The fish then gets stuck in his penis, and the fish is so fast in the penis it acts as a propeller and he wins a swimming race. This is a children's show. children's media. <laughs> we watched this in primary school. This was in the nineties. Like, so this was well, made in the early 2000s when we, and watched, we it. watched literally what would happen was like oh like it's like a teacher's like day to like have um like a personal development day or something and so you'd have like a bunch of relief teachers or whatever and they would come in and they'd just stick you in a room with a television they wheeled in on a trolley and you'd watch around the yep. twist and it was like was it just... educational in any way? No, there was an episode where the tree. The tree. No, the I mean, I guess you're learning about human anatomy. You know, there's a. <laughs> really no. So the, the no, tree really episode, not. right? There's a there's a wood nymph, a tree spirit, right? This male character gets has sex with this tree nymph. The dude gets pregnant, and he has a mini tree nymph baby. Yeah, and the, this the is not a children's scene, show. It is a children's show. The main characters are like, I think the eldest is like 15. Yeah. Like, this is a child. This is. I am about to go so far down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I mean, maybe not tonight because it's already late for me, but like, that's I... definitely how I'm spending my day tomorrow. <laughs> I literally just sent you the uh, a link to the TikTok, the official round the twist. This was like, anyone in Australia knows this fucking. Yeah. Like, everyone knows the song because yeah, everyone. And I felt like this. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and it's oh, and everyone lives in a lighthouse. Yeah, they live in a lighthouse, um, and it's the most insane shit you've ever ever seen in your entire life. Um, and like the two episodes that we vividly remember aren't even the most batshit ones. They're just the ones that, for some reason, every time we watched it at school, they were, they the, were the ones that they you played us. I mean, to yeah, we went to the same school. Mm. So I'm just scrolling a, a list of synopses mm. and like. It, <laughs> This shit is wild. <laughs> like a new hairdo gives Linda the ability to read minds and to use yeah. it to her advantage in her school election campaign. And then the like two episodes earlier is a Transylvanian flea bite turns Pete into a werewolf. Like, yeah. Like, do they just? <laughs> yeah. it's like every episode resets and something else batshit happens. I'm that telling way. you, it is the child- Australian children's media version of Riverdale. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, I've never actually gone back and rewatched it, so I don't know how it holds up. <laughs> Oh, it doesn't have to hold up with, like, these, yeah. with these synopses. It's literally yeah, no, it doesn't have to at all. The most fucking insane. I vividly from the tree episode. I vividly remember a scene with the kid being on his bed and he's jumping on the bed and he's singing to himself and he's like, "I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love with a tree." And he jumps off the bed and that's like the end of the scene. And it is. Like that's ingrained into my fucking psyche. Someone, (laughs) some adult greenlit this show. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that premise for children. And then they put it on television. They put that on DVDs, and then they put the DVDs in primary schools, and then they (laughs) made children watch it instead of doing like math. Like (laughs) that is wild. 
Like you just what? did stir like a Riverdale thing out of my brain, though. <laughs> Do tell <laughs> the most recent episode. So there's a new bad guy in Riverdale this season. Uh huh. Oh yeah, it's that like Perseus or whatever. Whatever his, his name's Percival name Pickens, and uh, he's, Great he's, name. Very trying to, he's trying to be the new Hiram Lodge and like take over Riverdale. Okay. Um, and he recently became mayor. Don't ask about how that happened. Oh, that's not surprising <laughs> given how they introduced him. But his first act as mayor was to close the public library. So he would have an excuse. So he would have an excuse to um to like penalize the like main characters of Riverdale, you know, our Betty, Archie, Jughead, you know, our our really core cast for all their overdue library books that they never brought back when they were teenagers. What? What? (laughs) How would closing the library do that? (laughs) So basically the town is like, well, now that the library's closing. We're taking stock of all the property oh, like and like this is forever. technically, yeah, stolen property from the town now. Oh so if you do, if so, until you either pay the fine or bring us an exactly like same edition of whatever book you've had for the last ten years, uh, we'll just take some personal item as collateral, and then he used that personal item to do like voodoo on them. <laughs> what? And sorry, bringing up all their past traumas. So Betty started having like flashbacks from like when she was a child and her like dad. Archie, they actually finally addressed the fact that Archie got groomed in season one. Mm. Oh, hey, that's. Ooh, they used that's, the word groomed. Yeah. I was very impressed. Oh, that's, they were explicit about it. Wow, that's. Mm. Um, I did never think they would do that. Mm. But I, I was didn't like, know they could do that. <laughs> but I was like, um, did you say overdue library books? Like, are we having a whole right. episode? Did you just help? make? <laughs> that the crucial plot point of your episode i clearly need to watch the episodes i've missed nothing has made me want to watch riverdale more than this conversation (laughs) (laughs) season just honestly you could skip everything else just watch season seven so this is like skipping straight to season four of supernatural except it's the riverdale equivalent and it's by that point it's basically just supernatural anyway yeah, so if you skip to season six of Riverdale, the first five <laughs> episodes are alternate reality. Okay. And then, like, the two worlds, like, converge slash go back. And then, like, after we get back, that's when things start going batshit crazy with the superpowers. And- <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's, yeah. It's wild. <laughs> I mean, you will, Tony you will miss fucking some context Topaz. of the real- Tony Topaz. Tony Topaz. She's, she's a bar owner, a gang leader. And uh, the school guidance counselor. Oh. <laughs> and, everyone, everyone, and everyone has been okay with that for a long time. She's a goddess woman. She's a girl boss. She also has a position on the town council. Like there's four people that make up the town council that make also, decisions for the town yeah. instead of a mayor because their last mayor was Hiram fucking Lodge. <laughs> so they were like, we're not going to do... He also, she's, also, she's also bi... And it's great. All right. Well, look, we love the rep. Uh, She's great. She's phenomenal. Um, I every time there's a scene with her in the school and like a student, I'm like, this is a vibe. It's fine. I'm like, it's in, fine. And we're gonna ignore the fact that you have gang ties and like. In one people. of the AU episodes, she uh she killed a 16 year old in a gang fight and then went back to school the next day <laughs> to be the guy that counselor. was like. I was like, and then was like, it was, yeah, they, fi- 
they and they they very clear very cleanly clean that one up um the, but the we should say that they didn't way you guys are, are making <laughs> oh. these statements is like to me I, i'm like this must be how jamie feels <laughs> made an appearance aka like the woman in white i was like that's when i really started to be like is this supernatural <laughs> someone on the writing team is just like is just yeah Oh my gosh, I, read I'm a book. I'm, I'm, I haven't looked at the Riverdale writing team. I would okay. not shock me if there's a supernatural writer. Okay, okay, okay. I actually think there is. And the oh. reason I think there is is because <laughs> one of the Riverdale writers, I don't remember her name, and um, wrote a like a novel. Um, and this novel was about like was like a novel about like the main character is this like fan of like a paranormal TV show about two that has two guys in it that you know the fandom is like they're in love and she then like ends up meeting the actors and like and like and like one of them super homophobic and the begin- it's oh my gosh it basically sounds like the, the supernatural fandom like the Jesus. fandom that she describes is the supernatural fandom i'm convinced this writer like this author is was knows the, the supernatural, was basing it off of the supernatural fandom well, okay, it's like, like this fucking werewolves or something. Like one of them's a werewolf and one of them's like a werewolf hunter or something. And Wait, they like I feel like I've heard of that book. It, it was like the, the main character, like a super fan or something that gets invited yes. to speak at the conventions or whatever. She gets invited. She gets to ask a question, and then it, and then she like the question she asks. The and then they shame like, like they, they were too. super homophobic about it, and then and she then like to do damage to control. Them. They're like. I've heard of that book. I it's actually so terrible. good. And it's written by one of the Riverdale writers. That's what's great about it. It's one of the Riverdale writers. And it's like, honestly, I loved the book. It was fucking, it was great. It was fantastic. I like thoroughly enjoyed it. Mostly because I was like, this, this is des- this is like fan fiction of the Destiel fandom That's by crazy. a Riverdale writer. I was like, I, I love it. everything about that sentence. Um, I'm going to find out what it's called because it's, wait, I, am I right? Isn't one of the Riverdale writers or at least one of like one of the past Riverdale writers, like essay gay girl? Was that? Mm, I don't know. Oh, that rings up. A... I don't know. Bell, I don't actually know somehow. Who like brought her essay to the convention to like get signed, like a whole essay on Dusty? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like- Is that the one where um Jensen wrote like no or whatever with a question mark on it? Is that the one? Maybe. I don't know. I wasn't super involved in the fandom. I feel like I feel like I've heard that before. Like that's heard- the only like essay that I can think of that like I'm like aware of that got big in fandom was like the one that Jensen wrote no with a question mark mm-hmm. on it. Okay, because- so Oh, sorry. No, 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 you go. go no, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to like give us some more context. So like the author's name is Britta London and she, it's the novel is called Ship It. And like the fictional TV show in the novel is called Demon Heart. Like, and, and, and she actually like in an interview, this interview I'm looking about, she's like, this is a book about like fans and fan culture. And she's like, I've been actively involved in fan culture. And so like, I wrote this about this. And then someone asks in this article about like the premise of ship. It feels a lot like the 2013 incident with Jensen Ackles of Supernatural. <laughs> Did you intend this? And she's like, it's not supposed to be precisely about one show or another. Um, I did not, I've not seen this interview. I've not seen this interview before, but this is fucking hilarious. Anyway, I'm going to send this. <laughs> I'm going to send this. I'm going to send this. Send it. Send yeah, it. Also, I do recommend this book just because it's very funny. 
it's oh, very funny. It's also a very it's also very clear that the writer has been engaged in fan culture because like there are a lot of things where I'm like, this is something that's, that's happened at a convention, yeah. like very yeah. on the nose, like yeah. <laughs> to a point where I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Very yeah, because when I, I remember when I heard about it, people were basically like, look, like the fan side is like really accurate, but yeah. like all of like the PR behind the scenes oh, side no. is like complete bullshit. Complete bullshit. It feels like Obviously. it was written by like a 16-year-old in fandom. Yeah, because well, I mean, that's the that's yeah. the experience she's drawing on to write yeah, it. Yeah. And she says that, like that's what she's drawing on. Hmm. Oh. I mean, I think it's actually like, it's not, it's not like, it doesn't come across as like that she is like mocking fandom with it. It comes across very earnestly. Mm. It's just fucking hilarious because <laughs> when you're very earnest about like fandom and fan fiction, mm. it's just very funny when you're someone who's grown up with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Like she talks about that, like in this interview and it's kind of great. It's just like, I think one of the, like the best things about being in fandom is like, having like the inside jokes of like you just like you just know the memes and like I'm so excited for oh god is it I think it's the the great pumpkin Sam Winchester where we get a particular meme about Sam and Cass and I don't I don't want to like say it because it, it like but I don't know if yeah. you guys know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, I know, like, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's yeah. so fucking funny, and I adore it so much. And so I'm funny. just so excited for Jamie so to be there funny. because I just want to be able to say it to her. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's because it's such a fun line to just deadpan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. We're coming up on the one year anniversary of the divorce. <laughs> I okay. are we? <laughs> That's, that was the funniest that was night of my fucking life. I swear to God. <laughs> so funny I have so you know how people make Spotify playlists for like everything mm-hmm. um I, I am, I am have, people I, am I people. have a playlist mm-hmm. saved called POV your Jared Padalecki on June 24th and it's one of my favorite playlists it's literally like it starts off with Olivia Rodrigo's good for you then it's like somebody that I used to know <laughs> bad blood by Taylor Swift gotta go my own way from high school musical too <laughs> <laughs> oh my so gosh can you funny. send can you also send this playlist because i would yeah, like to listen to it sometimes I listen to it. it's actually a banger but um sometimes yeah. i listen to it on my way to work to like hype me up <laughs> it's so yeah. funny i made a tiktok about this um a couple weeks ago um i guess like around the time like the misha thing happened um because like anytime anyone like just says like any of the like iconic jared tweets from the j2 divorce like i laugh every time those are really okay. funny i don't find the stuff with misha very funny maybe no. i will eventually but the stuff with the, the, the divorce is endlessly hilarious yeah so funny i remember I being vaguely stressful i remember being vaguely stressful time. for like a day yeah yeah and because also like they're they're friends like it's very obvious that they are still friends like it just nothing like, was, was a, damaged it was just like bad PR move yeah. and it just was very yeah. funny to watch it very publicly be a bad PR move yeah. I think the reason that I made this TikTok around that time was because I saw someone using those lines like in a tweet thread on one of those tweets mm-hmm. I think it was Mary from Carrie Wayward and I just like laughed I was like yeah but um 
back to back to Riverdale. Jen gets me with the epic highs and lows of high school football yes. almost every time we record together. <laughs> she manages to sneak that in and it cracks me up every time. I am very easy to I'm easy to make laugh. Like I <laughs> stuff like that is so funny. It's got fucking burn on it. Yeah, I know. It's it's, it's I fucking love this playlist. <laughs> Whoever yeah, made it, I owe so much. That. Yeah. Oh, the the over the art for the it, like, art. Oh, everything about this is uh, behind these hazel eyes. My goodness! Oh it's my god, the funniest shit. <laughs> Say what you will about the supernatural fandom. When we're funny, we're fucking funny. Like fucking hilarious. <laughs> Oh, I God. didn't find the Misha thing inherently funny, but some of the, the memes, memes that came out immediately were, were amazing. I immediately yeah. cathartic to have 15. Cathartic yeah. is the word, yeah. It was like the I only way saw... that I could not be sick to my stomach about it was like yeah. sometimes to see something vaguely. Funny. I also got to see most of them like the first night, like before I was like actually like upset mad. about it. Yeah. Like yeah. before it had sunk in that I was mad. Like yeah. and so like I immediately like I'm like okay screenshot I screen I literally screenshot 15 I sent 13 of them to my friends and I'm like I'm holding these two back for when you get past the confession scene yeah because that was coming up it was I, literally yeah Jamie sending me just all of her favorite memes because like I was I was trying to do uni work and like I was coming up to like a biochemistry test and I was just like I cannot afford to be watching like this unfurl on Twitter right now I need to be like learning about hormones so (laughs) it mm. need to be learning about them not feeling them (laughs) yeah literally (laughs) the confession scene meme format is one of my favorite meme formats like (laughs) I have it saved to my phone and it's how I tell people things (laughs) like high high quality content I will say the one good the one only one positive thing out of that whole thing was that it got me to delete Twitter off of my phone because yeah. I was oh, like, that's so healthy. So miserable today is like I deleted Twitter and also like I deleted Twitter and I do not check Twitter anywhere near as often anymore. Me neither. And I was like, wow, that it, like literally it's funny. Cause like th- there have been other things where I'll like back away for a little bit and then I'll come back, but I'm like, it has broke. It bro- it like it broke shattered. Something. Me too. shattered something in the way I interact with the supernatural fandom specifically on Twitter I mostly go on Twitter now to talk about Star Trek which is much more fun oh my gosh yeah I've been seeing um, you like I... live tweet your like watch through yeah. Star Trek I've been like oh good for that I, I <laughs> a lot of that. tweet watching things all the time like that was a thing I did for like five or six years like I, I downloaded Twitter with the explicit purpose of doing that that's like live tweet thing. that's what Twitter should be I for. don't think Dumb I don't think I've ever been on the other end where like someone is like watching something that I'm not watching and it's like in my feed like that and like I get why my friends muted me now. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> well, feel free, feel free to mute me if I get obnoxious oh. about Star Trek. It might happen. <laughs> no, I I mean I have no idea what's going on because like Star Trek's never anything like something I've literally never watched before. But like I'm entertained and I'm there we go. excited for you. <laughs> I, I need to. I want. I'm trying to be entertaining for myself and for anyone else who's who happens to see it and I'm just gonna my friend Valerie used to try and piece together Grace Anatomy plots based on my (laughs) like because I would tweet Grace Anatomy every week so if you like Star Trek may I recommend Leverage it also has Jerry Ryan I am gonna watch I am gonna watch Leverage well I will also at some point something that I (laughs) because I because your podcast is gonna exist I am gonna watch Leverage also because like I can keep up that kind of a pace yeah (laughs) Yeah. I can do that and I'm excited about it because I'm excited to like 
I have not really, most of the time when I watch, where I listen to podcasts, I'm, I'm listening to them for shows that I've already finished. Mm-hmm. So like with a few, like, like Gilmore, there was a Gilmore guys and there was a couple, like, there's been a bunch that I've listened to over yeah. the years. I've never like listened to a podcast as I was like, as I was watching the show originally. Mm. And so I'm excited to do that for leverage and with you too, because I think it'll be yeah, me too. where Beth is at, like not knowing yeah. what's happening. <laughs> I'm interested to see, because like, obviously like with Jamie watching Supernatural, like everyone that we're engaging with has seen Supernatural. And so mm. I think it's going to be interesting doing it the other way around where Jamie's the only one who knows what the fuck is happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'll time. I, I, I'm interested to see if you guys like, agree with my opinions like or like if we have different experiences watching it for the first time I mean that's what I'm like, super curious about I'm like fascinated because obviously like the vibe of our pod is generally that Jamie just doesn't like Supernatural and so and like that's fine because like like, yeah. like that's valid um oh, and so like I wish I, could, I wish I could not like Supernatural <laughs> literally I wish that could be me <laughs> <laughs> but so like going into leverage I kind of went into it with this mentality where I was like well like that's like the vibe is like that I like shouldn't like it but like and like honestly there are some valid criticisms but on it's like actually like enjoyable I'm actually enjoying like, it <laughs> there's like one character that I fucking hate um and so everything about him I'm like nah he's like the my John of Lever- like the John of leverage uh, is this character for me and I'm like I fucking hate him he's like John of Sam died literally because his son named Sam died <laughs> And so, cool. so I'm like, fuck that guy. But the rest of the show, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm into this. I love all the other characters. And like, <laughs> I'm like, shit. <laughs> That's amazing. I am very excited to see what I think. And it's, it'll be fun to deal with a show. Like I literally know nothing about. Yeah. For mm-hmm. me, I, I just really love it. Cause it's like very healing. Like every other show is like, oh, we're going to do this like massively complex plot. That's like over. And it's like leverage is very much just like every episode is just a self-contained little microcosm of like, fuck the rich yeah it does so I, just very get to show, I just get to show up I just get to show up every episode and be like what's gonna happen today and then yeah. move on with yeah. my life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that sounds delightful and it's got like the best like little like found family cast and like all I of love. the characters are like genuinely unique and delightful and like one of the characters is really strongly like autism and ice coated so like I love oh, them oh, and I love, like, oh I'm gonna I'm gonna love that I'm gonna love that literally yeah. <laughs> that yeah. says they have Kaz vibes which is why she's betting on me like in Kaz yeah. Uh, Jamie, yeah. She asked me, she's yeah. like, okay, she's like, answer me this one question. I'm like, okay. She's like, would Cass and Parker be friends? And I was like, they would be besties. And she was like, they'd okay. Be they'd be besties because <laughs> they're the same character. <laughs> they're the same. Were you going to say something before? Sorry, KJ. Oh, it's okay. Um, Like when I like was finishing Supernatural, like when I made my two best friends start Supernatural, the agreement was we all picked a show that we were going to start. And of yeah. course, like, Supernatural is Supernatural. It's very lengthy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like. You picked, a, you picked the long show. <laughs> One of yeah. the longest you could have picked. My friend Moira is very nice. She picked One Day at a Time, which is three seasons oh, of like. One Day at a Time. 20 minute yeah. episodes. Like and it's lovely. 20 minute episodes. And it's, it's lovely. So and it's funny. And my other friend picked um, Money Heist, which I don't know if you've seen. No, I've, heard of it. I've never seen it. It's really good. Um, and like it pretty short though, wasn't right? totally done. It's only it's five seasons and okay. they're like it's very intense. My parents watched it when they got COVID in January and like they literally watched the whole show before they recovered from COVID. <laughs> but like there was a character like that, like that was like the John where I just hated him mm-hmm. and he like 
spoilers if anyone like wants to watch this and hasn't but like he dies at the end of the second season and then i was like great we don't have to deal with him anymore and then he's in flashbacks for the next three seasons like he does not go away he is almost more present in the next three seasons after he died i was like i hate this man so much (laughs) why is he still here i thought we were free (laughs) yeah no i Okay, well, in that case, I may stay away from that show because that's like, I hate that so much. Like when you think you're finally like done with like a character or a plot and then they're like, actually, we're going to continue to pepper that in for the next however long we can milk it. Oh, it was it was a lot. The show is really good overall and like very mm. high stakes. If you like heisty things, it's definitely recommended. But like, mm. I was like, God, I hate this character so much. How are like, it's the same thing with John Winchester though. Like John Winchester dies at the end of season one. And like, I don't know, I think we've talked about him every episode oh, of season God. two. Like, how so like, present. Mm-hmm. Like how, especially in the first, like it will, I feel like eventually it'll die down and we'll talk about him less, but I still feel like we will talk about him I think it's fairly like, consistently. Have you guys stopped in season three? Like you're all like recording no. season three. Like, have you stopped no, talking no. about John Winchester? Especially like no, it's not really especially. Um, I mean, yeah, 310. I think it's kind of like a convex. I feel like you start off talking him about him a lot and then it starts to like dip off and then you reach like a probably mid-season do you think about him less? But then like towards the end of the series, I think it starts to tick up again. Like, I think that makes sense. yeah. Like yeah. just just thematically and just yeah. Like, I mean, I think like yeah, like the more high stakes things get for Sam and Dean, the more like the way that they are raised becomes relevant. Like they're making decisions and they make those yeah. decisions because of fucking John screwing them up as children. Yeah. Like like yeah, I, the more their trauma like comes into play, and like which is always related to John. It has and it kind of it's forced to tick up for season twelve. Like, because of the mm-hmm. way that they started, like, they ended season 11 mm-hmm. and started season yeah. 12. Like, there's no way that it couldn't have included talking about John some more. So I think, like, there's probably a lull between, what, like, season 6, 7 and, like, 10, 11. But then there's I reckon some if, stuff if, in 9, though, and 10 that mm, I think yeah. will. But you're right. I think that, like, it, that'll be the lull. When, especially, just, like, that's why he's least present i think overall if like if you're looking at the series yeah well because even like what they're dealing with in those seasons are is often the result of like the previous seasons yeah. and less about the result of their childhood mm. yeah which then those will middle change seasons again are later really, yeah like contained to them like to the season before this, it, like so yeah. like sarah gamble's the sarah gamble era yeah. actually is probably yeah. when john comes into play the least yeah i hope I think there's a reason i like her <laughs> Um, was there anything we probably have gotten so <laughs> we're gonna have so this, much this is gonna be a this is good recording this quickly or this, editing this quickly uh, look this is gonna be fine <laughs> well I guess you know the worst case scenario you just like leave it all in <laughs> that page like almost like we talk about Supernatural for like five minutes of that <laughs> so you're like part one where we actually talk about Supernatural Part two, where we talk about Riverdale and Riverdale. And, um, <laughs> and, and like every, we talk about many things that are only, and the divorce. And yeah. like, that's what we talk about first. It's just us talking about things we're sending each other on a group chat. No one else has access to. <laughs> I, think, and, and, I think if so you leave the Riverdale, then it's very funny. It's very funny. Okay. That's do we, we want to circle back around <laughs> to actually talking about Jamie's supernatural opinion? <laughs>
Yeah, so. yeah let's okay. do it. Okay. So, Jamie. <laughs> I was just thinking, wow, supernatural opinions. You can make a podcast out of that. <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> okay. So now we're reflecting on the last three seasons and we've kind of like we've kind of covered this a little bit in our like general discussion of your theories but like what what would you change or like what are you sort of what's the good supernatural that lives in your head for like the three seasons we've already had and what's the good supernatural that lives in your head moving forward which we've we've kind of already covered but like if there's anything else you haven't already mentioned okay so first up we got to change the entire structure of the first season Cause like I watching the first season, I don't know about you guys, but it's like you get nothing. They don't give you much overarching plot. No. You get literally nothing. There's like four episodes that are like actually essential to the plot. And yeah, like four. Yeah, two of, it's like the the pilot and the last two are three of those. <laughs> and I would argue faith is essential. I would faith. argue that faith is a very important episode. To and watch. home. And home. So like home, five. But that's yeah. it. But that's it. <laughs> Out of. 22 like yeah those are the Mm -hmm. only essential episodes so it's like you got to restructure that first season so that it's sort of like (laughs) they really wanted to be something that they just did not end up being like they wanted to be a monster of the week like like bones almost like how bones is like one episode of the week with like the occasional overarching plot they wanted to be paranormal mystery like horror mystery And yeah. that's not, fine know, if that's what they drama. chose to do. The issue is they were like, they oh no, we've got like a five season overarching plot line in our brains. It's like, yeah, but you can't do a five season overarching plot line in a monster of the no week plot line. That's not. Yeah. They don't, they don't play well. We are like, you can't drop a million breadcrumbs about Sam and weird powers mm. and also be like, yeah, but there's going to be entire episodes where we just like pretend it doesn't exist. Oh, exactly. Oh, something yeah. I, Eric Kripke very famously, like very famously, hates the that the Roadhouse ever existed. Like that's why mm. the Roadhouse didn't survive the second season. It was just literally Eric Kripke being like, Fuck "I hate this shit. thing. Let me literally burn it to the ground." Yeah, yeah. Eric He's... Kripke, you're wrong. <laughs> like, Eric is what? an interesting the man. Reason? I have so many. Qu- I, if I could sit down with Eric Kripke, I have some fucking questions for that man. Because yeah, like that's the like that's the thing with like like not having like an over- like he he wanted that monster of the week hmm. like there on the road like two men mm-hmm. on the road like and so he didn't Dude, want them dudes to have a being place dudes to go. on the road. <laughs> yeah. That's fine if you commit to that. But the issue is they didn't commit to that because then they chuck in this five-season the- overarching plot. Yeah. It's like, that's great. That's fine. I see that you're trying to do an overarching plot. That's that's and like good. I like that overarching plot for the most part. But yeah, I think you would really appreciate it more. <laughs> give your viewers something to like latch on Connected. to to know what's the fucking happening. Like I have a question. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's for the group. Mm-hmm. It's for the group. So obviously Jamie, Jamie knows that angels come into supernatural. She knows they come in in Kripke era. So I'm like, I think it's not a huge jump for you to know that they're coming up relatively soon. Right. Well, yeah. I've got two got seasons two, left to go. So. Yeah. They've got to come up in the next. Yeah. 
of 40 episodes or so. Here's my thing, right? Because Eric, like, isn't isn't it the whole thing that he planned Supernatural to be a five-season show? Like, he knew that yeah. he knew what he wanted to do for five seasons. Yeah. But then season three happened. They had the writer's strike. Everything went to shit. And then season four began with them having to change tack. And then, and also we know that Eric never wanted angels. Like, that was a, sorry, that was a thing that, like, he never wanted. Right? How was he gonna so get where he got that? The like, fuck was he gonna do for seasons four and five? Right, That's like, were they I gonna said. have like, the plot of season four and five, but like without but any how? of the things that are crucial because, to it because of yeah. angels? Like, like that doesn't. Why, that's so boring. That's like, why I asked earlier about like the whole plan was for Sam to get Dean out of his demon deal at the end of season three. Like, yeah, what, what the was the gonna plan? Do how did they? Yeah, what what was season four supposed to be? Because I I have a theory about it. And, like, I remember seeing somewhere on Tumblr, probably, where people were talking, someone was talking about how the whole, like, FBI and Gordon plots were supposed to be bigger. So it was supposed to be, like, Sam was actively being hunted down by both the FBI, headed by Hendrickson, and by the hunting community, headed by Gordon. Yeah, we've talked about this a lot. Yeah, that would have been, honestly, pretty interesting if they had actually, like, I wish they had done more with the FBI plot Me line too. particularly which is why i think they chose to sort of like to kill those characters off in season three and also bella because other than the fact that the fandom didn't really like bella like those three characters had plot lines that i think would probably supposed to have continued into season three into four and five but when they had to change tack they no longer fit right like, those characters would have been in the way because they yeah. would have been like why are not they not showing up if they're still alive yeah but if they're not alive then they can't be they're not inconvenient to the plot and that's like my only thought because like i can't think of anything else they could have done and, and, but yeah but like then there's again, joe and ellen which like, just like not which present. maybe explains their lack of presence in season three they were like we don't know what the fuck to do with these characters anymore yeah. Um, we're just gonna like not have them appear mm. but, like why kill off Bella and Hendrickson and mm-hmm. yeah everyone like, and not kill off Ellen and Joe yeah if Ella and Joe aren't around I just yeah it's just it's just confusing. especially considering they really easily could have killed off Ellen and Joe when they burned the fucking bar down like they yeah, killed because they didn't they didn't appear like it was like after yeah, and that Ellen's- like that was like <laughs> Like we love, like I love Ellen's presence yeah. in the season two finale, but it's totally yeah. unnecessary from a yeah. pop. Yeah, she doesn't yeah, need to absolutely. be there. Like we don't need it to be confirmed that she's alive. Like if anything, they could have left that and had it be a surprise if she came back later. Mm. Right, like, and, they, and they could have even just not made the decision. They could have just mm. kind of gone, you don't know. Like we're, she's assumed to be dead. And then, you know, yeah. like, we bring her back later. Like, oh yeah, I, by the way, yeah, I actually, was out getting pretzels, which is the <laughs> <toughest."> <laughs> <laughs> What writing? Funniest reason. <laughs> No. So it is like I don't know I don't I don't actually mind that one because like when something really traumatic happens you do tend to like remember the super dumb yeah details. That's like true. I remember like I remember the like movie I saw like the day after my parents divorced like I remember mm-hmm. it like crystal clear and it's like super dumb but I think that like the pretzels detail of like her being like fixated on that kind of like latched to the normal thing that was happening to yeah. you at the time that everything that wasn't normal was happening exactly to you. exactly i did work in a small business where like you know <laughs> where like you know like we would run out of stuff and like the owner would just like drive 15 minutes to the nearest <laughs> store like in I the middle of the 
I used to work of our shift. at a fast food place that was right next to like a supermarket. And so it'd be like, oh, we're out of snow peas. I guess I'm going to Woolworths. And I'd like walk two minutes, like across the car park <laughs> to go to like, just buy more snow peas and walk back. Cause like, you know, like, what are you going to do? Like call for an order and wait a week? No. Yeah. You're going to just go and buy them from, from the supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I just like, it just seemed, it just seemed odd. And like, honestly, like season three, it's kind of like, because of the way they do that you can almost remove it Mm. you can almost like have the end of season two and then you could almost start season four pretty much immediately and like season three like because not a lot of the plots that are introduced actually continue it's like you need the character development and like that kind of development yes but all the plots that are introduced are kind of also removed pretty yeah. much by the end of the season it's you can pretty watch self-contained. like two specific episodes of season three and get everything yeah. you need to get out of you, season three out of those two episodes like, really you need like mystery spot because mm-hmm. you need to see what happens to sam yeah when dean's not around mm-hmm. you need the kids are all right yeah um, for later for yeah. character development yeah. for dean um you need do you need anything else 310 There's is probably worth long putting t- in there. And, and long, long distance, distance call because uh, of the like John stuff. Like, yeah. So you need like four episodes and you need the year to pass, but like everything else is yeah. kind of. Okay. So like, there's on. good stuff, but it's. So we need five episodes of season one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> About four and episodes like, of season three. What are the episodes of season two? Like, what's we the condensed uh, supernatural? I honestly think two? you literally just need like Simon said with Andy. Uh huh. And yeah. then hunted I with Ava. Would and then the two season finales. I would argue. Well, the thing is, okay, my argument is based on like later stuff. Mm. That, See, that's the thing. That's the thing. On I'm later like, seasons, it, like, you might need a couple more for like the foreshadowing I like stuff. But stuff like, for, but only through season five. Like I'm thinking, even just through season five, mm-hmm. there are. I can think of. There's one. I think you need Crossroad Blues. Oh, for, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To yeah. introduce yeah. Um, that I think you need Croatoan as well. Yeah. And yeah, you do I, need Croatoan. You need Croatoan, you need Crossroad Blues. You need what is and what should never be. Yeah. I don't, but again, I you probably you still do need without like that. I think, like, like, what is and what should never be? I think you can do without it. Like, it's a good episode. I really like it. Yeah. But I think it's my plot wise. It's, yeah. It's, I, I agree <laughs> with you. That's probably actually think, fair. That's true. I, it's a good I don't like it. It's true, but it's ultimately, true. Ultimately, you're correct, but my heart says I need it. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately, it's a good episode and it benefits the season to have it, but it's not an essential episode. Not essential. Right. So again, like, you probably have like four to five episodes. So basically, season one through three like could be little 15 scenes, episodes. Honestly, like, like, like everybody loves a clown. Like you just need the Ellen and Joe. Yeah. Right, you could cut scenes and you make the episodes all a little bit longer to get mm-hmm. the stuff you need from the episodes yeah. that you include. And you cut down to probably 20 episodes between all three of these seasons. Shit. Yeah, we were just, like, like, optimizing I wanted to do a supernatural rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do a supernatural rewrite and like I probably will at some point, but like I don't want to do all the hunts and everything. Mm. So like I just want like those little like, character moments like... So, well, like, that's the thing. Like, I'm a fan of filler episodes. I quite like filler episodes. My yeah. issue is there are, the, so many. there are so many of them. And it's like... And some of them are not very good. Yeah. And some like, of them some are, are great. Well some of them are not well done. The pacing... Well a lot of the, the issues I have with the filler episodes in Supernatural is, A, just the sheer number of filler episodes in Supernatural. Yeah, it, there's, like, a, several a season. Every season. Mm-hmm. 
and that does the not placement change. of them means that the pacing of the seasons is weird as fucking shit. It's like, <laughs> oh, wow, we've got all this information. And then you'll have like four episodes that are all just fillers and you learn jack shit. It's like all of the momentum. You had I remember getting to like some season 15 photos and being like, we only have 20 episodes in this entire season. Yeah, being genuinely. like, why is this here? Mm-hmm. Being like, why this is this whole episode show here? Has to not wrap even up good. In, mm-hmm. in 10 episodes? Like, what what are we doing here? Like, why yeah. are we why, doing this? Absolutely. Why are we dealing with the like six big plot threads that you've set up at the beginning of the season? Why are we not addressing yeah. those? Yeah. Why are we spending all this time on a random hunt that doesn't matter? Literally, I so I have been writing a fic for like fucking years and I, I'm so bad at updating it. But basically the premise is it's one of those, like the characters watch the show, right? I love, I loved your fic. I love oh, thank it so you. <laughs> I, I love it too, but I am terrible at updating it. Um, and what I wanted to do, it's going to take me fucking decades to get to it, but <laughs> eventually I want to have it be canon divergent because like I would like to basically have it work out to be my 15 20 fix it fic like I would like it to eventually so like get there yeah so I would like to have it followed like everything canon and then I would like to have like a time jump where like they see 15 19 and 15 20 ahead of time and then they're like we cannot have that like I like or something to that extent where like for some reason 15 19 and 15 20 are not what happened and like that's gonna be because I refuse (laughs) I refuse to have those two episodes included in any way so oh yeah I that's I think I'm literally I've only posted up to like faith or something like it's it's not very long it's like 30,000 words but there is like what's it um fucking um down to dta it keeps getting it's oh yeah down to, to aging core uh, that's the one yeah. it's like over a million words or something yeah there's and there's like, and that's gonna like be that long everyone. like by the time jen is done jen's already right. at like three hundred thousand. she's only on season t- like season two mm. yeah yeah like, so it's yeah I would like to have that eventually be my like like my Bethany's long con fix it fix amazing (laughs) I am very excited about that I really hope that you I really would like you to do that and I really like to read it the rest of it I was like thoroughly enjoying it yeah I'm writing a 1520 fix it fix right now and when I'm done that I'm gonna go back and like restart on my rewrite and like but it will it will be canon divergent Mm. earlier than that (laughs) Jamie, if you were going to write a supernatural fact fiction <laughs> based on, based on three seasons and my, my ranting of the finale. <laughs> Pick supernatural, Jamie, with your limited knowledge. <laughs> so I think the one thing that's really clear from anyone who's experienced any of me watching Supernatural is it would not be focused on Dean and Sam. That's the first thing just straight out of the gate. Dean and Sam might show up, but they are not the main characters of this fic. It'll probably be Meg. I would probably retcon whatever they've told me about Meg and just give Meg her own backstory and, like, go through the process of, like, what her life was like and how she died and then basically go into that and then explain where she is in season three because we haven't seen Meg in a while. Oh, yeah, we haven't had Meg in a while. Fascinating. If you have to give Meg, like Meg the demon, not Meg the girl, a name, what are you naming Meg? <laughs> Good point. Mm. <laughs> C 
See, I think it's just going to be Meg. Like, you, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like Meg has the time. Meg, Meg chose the name, like Meg, you know, like Meg could have gone by anything. She right, chose, she chose to Meg. go by Meg. Yeah, that's so a good point, actually. I think for like the beginning, I'd probably give her like a long, like, you know, like how Meg can be a nickname for something, like a or longer, or something. yeah, like a longer version of Meg. You know what I mean? Right. So I was yeah. like, her full name and then when she becomes a demon she just goes by meg like, like by Beth instead of Beth. yeah yeah so yeah. in my brain like meg is like a cute name that like someone cute and like sunshiny has and i'm like <laughs> since watching supernatural i'm like no meg is like a badass and she's like <laughs> sarcastic and funny <laughs> it's always so funny to me when i'm watching a show or like media and it's like there's a character with the name of someone that i know and i'm like no i can't associate that with like, no, you're named wrong because the person I know is nothing like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or in reverse where, you know, like you have a name that's mm. like unique enough that you specifically associate with like a character you really don't like. And then you yeah. meet someone with that name and you have to be like, you're like, no, 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 no. Do not let my internal know. bias. <laughs> exactly. You're like, don't say it. Don't, don't say it. But I was so, like when, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, so yeah, so my fix obviously going to be Meg focused and then it will be like how I wanted it to go and it will then document Ava's rise to the top of hell with Meg as her right-hand woman. I would love to read that, actually. Honestly, like, not even that's, you, great, honestly. <laughs> that's a great concept for a fix. I will, I'll, I'll read the shit out of that. That sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You, have, you have three readers yeah. for this fic. <laughs> If you leave this in, maybe someone else will write it. And mm. You won't have to do the work. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing about I have all these ideas and I'm like, oh, why aren't they an actual figure? It's like, because you've got to write it yourself. That's why I started. Yeah. Mine. I was like, I, yeah. I was like, I, there's just not enough of this content. I guess I have to make it myself. <laughs> I mean, that's, fan- that's, that's, that's yeah. how we all, that's how we get there. How we got here. Amazing. Also, clearly, like, crack fic. Like, my, my fanfic would not be serious in any way. I am incapable no, that, of taking shit seriously. And that would be part of what would make it delightful, mm. is just unabashed, like, how ridiculous can I make this? Mm. Jamie writes Bell the style. fluffiest fic. She has this one that I adore, and it's still in progress, I think. Oh, yeah. Which is, I'm like, uh, Jake and Amy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh eight, and it's, I like, an Brooklyn AU Nine-Nine. where they run, like, competing um, coffee shops, like, bakery. Is this, and- is this somewhere readable? Yeah, it's on AO3. <laughs> it's so cute. I fucking You don't have to share it, it if you don't want to. <laughs> I, I mean, I consider it. like it's still. I've only. I haven't updated it in two years. It's, it's a bit like mine. It's, it's currently at chapter ten of the eighteen that I have plotted out. I just okay. need to actually write it. It's so cute. I love okay, it. Okay, I really so much. <laughs> I would like to read this. Sounds like delightful. Okay. Yeah, it's excellent. Who doesn't like a good coffee shop? Eh? Like, <laughs> I fucking love it. But yeah, like it's a rival to lovers where they're like, they're. Yeah, that's they're what makes Jake and Amy so good. Coffee shops, <laughs> and they like have an argument through signs and all that sort of stuff. It's very cute. Oh yeah, that's exactly love that. you everything want. you that's... just said. <laughs> that is their exact energy. Yeah, that is exactly what you should do in an AU. 
Oh dear. I should go soon because Daniel is Um, and I'm also getting very hungry. Yes, sorry. (laughs) Oh no, don't apologize. This is like no, this is amazing. This is how it always goes. They're like, oh yeah, we'll just record like a quick episode, like six hours later. Even (laughs) if you, yeah, even if you release this, if you release this unedited, the only problem is that it might be legitimately three hours long. Like an unedited version of this is going to be so long. Look, I will. I will go through it. There's probably, I think probably some stuff in the latter half that I can take there's out. There's probably like, a decent amount of like chunks that you could pretty much remove because like, they're not really. Relevant. But I'm gonna have a fucking excellent time, so it'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> you can be entertained by every little bit again. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, okay. Okay. So. Anyone who has stuck around through all of that, thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you have had as much fun listening as we have had recording and just honestly hanging out with these guys. If you have not yet checked out their pods, you absolutely should. Do you all want to tell people where they can find you? Yeah. Yeah. uh, I mean, if you look up Supernatural Opinions, you should find us pretty much anywhere. We're SPN Opinions Pod on Twitter and SPN Opinions KJ on TikTok because I can't separate my life from Supernatural. So it's (laughs) one We'll also link it all down below. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my show is called uh, Saving People Queering Things. You can find it by searching us. Um, you can also go, we have a website, it's queeringthingspodcast.com and then all of our social media is linked on there. So we have like TikTok and Twitter and all that fun stuff. You guys have a website now. It's very fancy. It's very <laughs> professional of you. <laughs> it's, I know it feels like, ooh, this is, it's very new for us. We've had it for like two weeks. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. <laughs> it's fresh. <laughs> my co-host, my co-host, I will like shout out my co-host, Elena, who has done all of the work to make our website beautiful. So yes, kudos yes. to them. <laughs> But yeah, so thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you have enjoyed. Like I said before, if you haven't checked these guys out, absolutely do. Um, if you follow us on Twitter or any of our socials, we're interacting with them all the time. So um, it'll be super easy for you to find their <laughs> content there as well. And we will put all of their links in the description. But thank yeah. you so much for doing this. Happy birthday, Jamie. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank happy you birthday, so much Jamie. for coming. I hope this was a good birthday thing for you. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly it was just an excuse to like hang out with my friends. I find it very entertaining that Jamie of all people is having like a vaguely supernatural themed birthday. I just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you ever think? I never thought I was going to have a podcast to be fair. So. <laughs> My birthday is like on Destiel anniversary week. So we gotta do, I will we'll never we'll not have a supernatural themed birthday ever again. <laughs> You'll be haunted by it literally forever. Yeah. I'll send you one of those Destiel format memes where it's just like, I love you, followed by it's KJ's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally two days after that. Like, it's literally. <laughs> oh, dear. Amazing. Okay. Anyway. Bye. 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 I'm going to sleep now. <laughs>